0: Hello? Testing?
1: Oh, oh, uh, did you, you didn't really warn me. I you? didn't warn you this time. Surprise, we're Surprise. doing a podcast. <laughs> Yay, Happy podcast. Happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Welcome to a match made in space. I'm Allie Goodman,
1: and I'm John Walter,
0: and we are a married couple showing each other the '80s movies of our childhood.
1: Yeah, and and this week, uh, this week was Allie's turn to show me a movie that would be 1987's *Adventures in Babysitting*. Oh yeah, the, the very first PG-13 Disney movie.
0: Was it really? Yeah.
1: So I've oh, been touched oh. on, but like, it I feel like there. you
0: just like dropped a little bomb of like, oh, my, I've got, my I got my first my first moment of uh, of trivia. Bomb droppingness.
1: Oh. oh man, I'm I'm so like climbing all over the, the the Wikipedia's for this one. I got I got some trivia bombs. You like termiting it, it. You know, all the way through? I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm digging through. Like I'm just I'm yeah I'm, I'm 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 like a termite. I'm all up in Wikipedia, and they're like asking me for like just a three dollar donation. I'm like, no, I'm eating up your foundation, your superstructure. Oh, there you go, your studs. You know.
0: Well, this is the man I married. Um, he's so eat good. Studs, to the people. Yeah, and studs. I love that he like tries to. To ask you guys to pay us? I, when did I ask When did I ask? Last time you asked for a tip jar. You, you like, asked for a tip jar. No, 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 no. I told I told them about the wish list.
1: Oh, oh. Which we um, don't
0: have, and we never set set up. You said, didn't we set up a PayPal account? I'm well, like, no, I no. don't know. I
1: mean, we do have a PayPal account. You can send send it to me. I have one. <laughs> you know, I, she doesn't really look the the whole. I, I'm basically the glue that holds this this podcast together. It's really true. Whereas guys. you're just you're you're the the jar that the glue is in that keeps the glue from spreading out and. I'm covering really, everything I'm really only here for, I'm really only
0: here for you to bounce your ideas off of <laughs> really that well that's kind of the
1: description of. Our, I think that was in our vows actually <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know it was a very awkward moment when the when when you told the rabbi that <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah that's really it's all I'm here for and then I, really and then here. I
1: did a, a, a tight 15 minutes on um, breakfast cereals and American advertising uh, you Amazing. know cause that's that's what I do and
0: uh, so, Adventures of Babysitting. I
1: never had a tight fifteen when I did stand up. I had a tight four and a half, maybe, <laughs> tight four for and my half. five minutes of set time given.
0: <laughs> so, um, Adventures and Babysitting. Yeah, um, it's uh,
1: directed directed uh, as an attempt to atone for you know five hundred years of genocide by Christopher Columbus. So nice. To I did him. not know he was still alive at the time, but it's his. <laughs> first, it was his directorial debut. <laughs> um, and uh, it
0: Christopher? Or does he go by Chris? It goes by Chris. He goes by but by Chris I Columbus.
1: Yeah. yeah. Crystal Ball Cologne, as the uh, the Spanish would say, uh, and it was uh, written by a guy named David Simkins, of whom I have no trivia about because I don't feel like clicking on the link.
0: Good, good. Uh, I, his name I, is I David Simkins. Good, go David. Yeah. The and uh,
1: basically, okay, I guess um, since you showed it to me, uh, mm-hmm. you want you want me to try an elevator pitch this movie to you? Because oh, I, yeah, I gonna, think I got it. I think I got do it. One? Okay, great. Okay,
0: go for it. I'm
1: gonna try this. It's like Die Hard, but on a Chicago. No. No. no, you're not you're not going you you're not you're not, not, not going. All right, it's like Die Hard but on a Toronto with a few external shots of Chicago.
0: <laughs> you're very cute. It's you're you're cute. Uh
1: she's she's petting me in a, in in a mocking way, uh, which you can't see condes- on this condescending on this an entirely audio meme. <laughs> it's it's okay.
0: It's okay. you're very pretty. You're very pretty. I'm not. But, th- um, but let's you. try this elevator pitch. What do you think about this? All right, all right. For for our for our our legion of fan who asked for a dueling uh dueling elevator pitch, pitch. was that ben, was that Ben I think that was Ben, ben Hanfeld
1: no oh yeah, I don't even know if the, I don't I don't know if he was. does he it.
0: listen to us I have no, no idea Hanfeld ben, you... ben,
1: hi Ben if you're here uh, <laughs> uh, hi everyone named Ben who listens to us give us all your last names I believe his last name is Gully but I'm not sure oh, do you know uh, his Twitter, Twitter, Twitter handle it's Franz Ferdinand oh, two
0: Franz Ferdinand two two
1: on on the Twitter I believe was the one who suggested uh, we keep doing that we will I will continue one thousand percent sure you know out of who who or what might have uh you know said that because i i don't have uh twitter open as fast as i could
0: <laughs> all right well i'll give my elevator pitch and you look that up how's that uh, sound I'm, I,
1: I, all, right, I'm, all right i'm sounds looking good it up, ready baby. ready okay
0: here's my elevator pitch a babysitter is forced to drive her charges into the city without permission an adventure ensues
1: you know what? You walked into that elevator with a three by five card. How, very well, were you sure did, <laughs> how yes. very well prepared! I sure
0: did, baby. How very well prepared you are! I was ready to go. I was ready to make this happen. All right, so let's uh, let's let's get into it.
1: I mean, I'm into it. I'm into it.
0: You're into it. Okay, so do you want me to start? Do you want to start? How would you like to do this?
1: Uh, well, I mean, first of all, uh, I guess you want to start talking about. Uh, the movie itself. Uh, I like, mean, like the I, events I, of the movie, the cast, the characters. Let's, let's, how do you let's, do it? let's go.
0: With, let's go a little bit of the cast of characters. I All right, let's try and I do
1: maybe an order of like appearance. So yeah, not I was just going gonna, down the list, right, and we can yeah. like a cheat so, cheat so
0: let's start with Elizabeth Shue because she's the first person. Yeah, Elizabeth that Shue,
1: is. or as 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 I Ouch. like. <laughs> that, yes. that was the dog, right? No, that was me. That was you. You that hurt was yourself.
0: Literally, me hurting myself.
1: Okay, you heard it here first. She did it to herself. I didn't do it. It was not me. It wasn't even the dog, who is a tiny shivering wreck on her lap right now. um So, if you hear any growling or snaps in this one, it's probably her, but it might be the dog. (laughs) The dog didn't show up as much on the mic as we thought, so it might just be Allie.
0: Uh,
1: So, yeah, Elizabeth Shue, as I like to call her, second Jennifer.
0: Yes, second Uh, Jennifer.
1: Elizabeth Shue, you know, like just mastering. Everyone in this movie like, actually has mastered the art of being the second person to play something. She's like the
0: blonder Claudia Wells.
1: Yeah, who? Claudia Wells. First Jennifer. Oh, first Jennifer. Duh. Sorry, we just watched a documentary about Back to the Future last night on New Year's Eve because that's how we spend a romantic New Year's Eve. Watching, Let me tell you, watching it really Netflix was documentaries a
0: match made in space. It
1: truly was. You stole my joke from Twitter.
0: <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> you,
1: tr- you you truly stole my joke from Twitter. Um,
0: it's called marriage. We share everything. Is this a song
1: from from Fiddler that I don't know about? Idle, idle, deep. So, um, yeah, Elizabeth Shue. You only get
0: the Fiddler songs if you convert. By the way,
1: Elizabeth Shue uh, has the the (laughs) role in in my brain of actress who I can't remember exactly how she looks. I know she's kind of a pretty blonde, but I don't really know how she looks until I see her in a movie. And I'm like, oh, yeah, her. And in this movie I was watching, I'm like – I know her, but I can't remember She's why I remember. She's a karate kid. Um, yeah, can I please? Oh,
0: sorry,
1: sorry. <laughs> this is the thing about, you know, like, the interruption thing is that you'll, you can tell when a sentence comes to a natural end because I end with a word that isn't leading to another word. <laughs> Maybe I take a breath.
0: I guess I guess that's how I remember her is in the Karate Kid. Right, but
1: I'm I'm trying to remember her and I'm watching. I'm like I rec- I also haven't seen the Karate Kid in about 20 years and I really oh. all I remember is uh, Danny getting beaten up by skeleton people. <gasps> no, I remember tons of it. I'm kidding, but yeah, you know, like that's the best part of it.
0: He just didn't want me to put that on our podcast. Yeah. That's why he was like, No, no I
1: remember all of it. I've seen Karate Kid like 10 times, but I saw them all 10 times in the 80s. Okay. you know, like and I've seen the Karate Kid two like 40 times. Yeah,
0: that, was, that like, was on TV. That was on TV a, on TV lot. a lot more often. I haven't seen the Karate like. Kid
1: three, but I don't think that's from the 80s. Um, and I'm not gonna watch it anyway because it sounds really terrible. Um and then I've there's that it. one with Hillary Swank, that, which also, that is
0: the Karate Kid. No,
1: thing. no, no, no. She's next Karate Kid.
0: <laughs> oh, she's the next I thought that was the third. No, three one.
1: three involves Crest getting revenge uh on uh on on Danny. No, Danny's in three. Oh. He's just as useless and whiny and ineffectual as he is in all of them.
0: Okay.
1: Um, yeah. Anyway, um, going backwards. Yeah, Elizabeth Shue. I didn't. I, I. I can never remember who she is, and I could in this movie. I'm like, okay, I remember her, but I can't remember what I saw her in. And then she got really shocked and upset, and I immediately went, "Oh, Jennifer passing out," because she has the same shocked and upset face in everything I've ever seen her yes. in. That. <gasps> Oh, no face yes, yes. Uh, you know and let, that's how He's, I know he her. means Jennifer way, that passing
0: out in, in, in the second one yeah no,
1: I think I think they know well not everybody knows why would they not know
0: I don't but they would they would you know, know
1: it's taken me seriously five minutes to, to end a one sentence anecdote that wasn't entertaining <laughs> But I was sticking to my guns. I was going to tell this story even though it made no sense. Halfway through, I'm like, there's no point to this anymore. This is like a metaphor for like every single major foreign war that we've ever been involved in in the last like 50 years, which is there was no good reason to start this. It's gone on far too long. But damn it, if I don't see this through to conclusion, that's the politics portion of the evening. Ellie's just staring at me, waiting for you to finish because I made fun of her for interrupting me. Now she won't actually interrupt me when I need it. <laughs> Even though I'm, I'm giving her the I'm giving her the save me <laughs> like fishing gesture. Oh, she's 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 spinning her hands to tell me to like to keep going. Stretch it out. Wait, stretch it out. Let's do the stretching gesture. We're pulling taffy now. We're pulling taffy. By the way, pulling taffy is uh, one of the top ten dirtiest things that aren't actually dirty. It sounds really filthy. It's right up there with rearing children. You just don't Da 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 we're going to edit this out i'm just <laughs> kidding we're not because i'm the editor and all i ever do is make sure it's not too loud or quiet <laughs> Anyway, Elizabeth Shue, she's the babysitter, yeah, and she's she's basically taking this job because you know out of
0: well out of, she's upset she's yeah like, out of uh, yeah she's yeah. taking this
1: job because out of duress out, not out of duress would you out would of, you like me to do this grief. next
0: part about yeah. why she's upset because I can sure help. but I'm
1: but I'm gonna drop some trivia bombs once she's yeah, I'm really you glad know, you will you know Could, can you do
0: can you do us this favor my my sweet and wonderful husband and drop us some trivia bombs when I get to that point. I, when
1: you get to the point all, all right, right, right I got right, I got the bomb sheet right. ready
0: so she's I'm painting I'm painting a
1: hello Adolf on it. In I'm pu- Bobby Germany.
0: <laughs> In pure 80s fashion, she op- the movie opens with a song from the 60s. <laughs>
1: Hey, you made me laugh. You should
0: keep and, going. And, I, I, oh, okay. I was. I we don't, it, this literally. Is the, this
1: isn't live the, theater. You don't need to wait for the, the
0: laugh to but end. I was waiting for the clown to drop from the ceiling, and 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 somebody to like come in going. She made him laugh. It's amazing. Like you know, I don't know. The clown's probably dead at this point. So anyway, um.
1: <laughs> that, so. Was a, that was that was that was apparently a very convoluted Family Guy reference yeah. for all the Family Guy haters who listen yes, to this. Exactly. Which so is anyway, all of our fans,
0: right? But that was when they were once funny. So anyway, um. So so she's she, she it opens up with the song she's lip syncing the song total pure 80s movie I oh, mean yeah. I don't know oh, another she's a black
1: pantyhose which is also really Which is really also 80s.
0: purely 80s and like a very fancy velveteen dress I <laughs> know, <that's very> strange <laughs>
1: She's, she lost that dress after she had Scarlet Fever. I mean,
0: yeah, exactly. So um, Spoilers for
1: the Velveteen Rabbit.
0: Um, so she uh, she ends up, um, she's singing along then to the... Then it became a real dress. She ends up singing along to the song, and she's really excited because she's going on a date tonight, and she's, I don't know, envisioning that they're going to get married, and whatever. So um, <laughs> the doorbell rings, and she runs to the door because he's and here. Then that's when we learn they we are And we open not. up the door, and it is... Bradley
1: Whitford. 80s sex symbol, Bradley, Bradley Whitford. Whitford. And Bradley Whitford is, would you say one of the biggest indicators of how much of a tool his character, I believe his name Mike, like one of the biggest indicators he's a tool is his his awesome Camaro with the so cool license yeah. plate?
0: Yep. Anybody who has okay, that. Okay,
1: like, let me paint my target on you because here comes the trivia bomb. Okay. That was Bradley Whitford's real, real car, car and real License That's plate. That's
0: just lame. Yeah,
1: you hear me, Bradley? I'm calling you out, Whitford. I'm starting beef with you because I'm gonna tell you right now that is lame, and it was lame in the '80s. You know the reason he did he, his car is in this movie. This is seriously to entice him to actually be in the movie because he was 26 years old playing a guy dating a teenager. He looked 26 years. old. I know old. he has a, he had a receding hairline as bad as I have now at nearly 40. Yeah, it was actually kind worse of than I have now at nearly. 40. Why did they 40? want him in the movie so bad? Because he was such a badass. That Bradley Co- Bradley Whitford, not Bradley Cooper. I keep calling him Bradley Cooper, which is really a problem. <laughs> which I think it—I I don't mean to accidentally rip off my brother, my brother, me again because they had some bit about like uh, always a always a Whitver, always a Whitford, Ner- Cooper, um, <laughs> was I think one of their episode titles. But they had the same problem, you know. It's like that confused. It's it's that I can't tell the two apart. It's like telling the two Corys apart, or or telling. Um, I
0: don't know. Why, why people I mean, are telling I, Bill
1: Pullman for Bill Paxton apart, but, but
0: like, okay, so, but <coughs> so later on, Bradley Whitford in his life actually plays a pretty decent guy. So, what is it about Bradley Whitford in the 80s that makes him this, like, I gotta have a Camaro that's, that's so cool? I'm because that
1: really. uh, because you know that, like, that you know, he probably in, in the in the 80s, uh, his character Josh from uh, from the West Wing probably did have a Camaro and probably did no, dump the Shoe, you know, because that's yeah, he was totally a douche. <laughs> Okay. He was a nice guy. He was a nice guy in quotes. He was one of those nice guys. People
0: enticed him to be in this movie. I
1: mean, he was enticed. Right. The, enticed how? Like because because what? He was he was straight off his Oscar winning performance in what? That's my point. Like why what you, would what That's me? what I thought you
0: said. No, I
1: thought I didn't, what... uh, no. I was saying like he was going to turn down the part because he felt he was too old looking, and they said, "Oh, we need you." I'm just saying like... No, you, that's you, my point. Like
0: the fact oh, that I they get felt it. like they We're arguing it.
1: for the same side. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. No, I'm <laughs> okay. with you. Let's see
1: Bradley Whitford. I know,
0: I know. Let's it's let's weird when you're Whippard married. You think that did. you're actually arguing for the other side every time. It's not always the case,
1: John. Okay. All right. Um, no, you see, he had already done one amazingly successful thing. Which was? You know, Dead as a Doorman.
0: Yeah. I remember um, that I movie.
1: But also, this is the same year. This is the year that he really broke big because he was also in Revenge of the Nerds 2, Nerds in Paradise. Well. Where if... he probably played... I'm guessing a preppy, even though he's a huge nerd. Later yeah. in life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense. All right. I, will say, I will say this: when you, I didn't know you were joking when you first like because we were when, when you were watching the West Wing with me once. You actually, you know, I, I was like. Making fun. you were talking about Bradley Wood for being kind of cute in some weird way, yeah. And I was like, no, he's not. And you were like, he was sexy in Adventures in I Babysitting. I did say that. Yes, you did. But you were saying you were being sarcastic. But oh. I didn't know that.
0: Oh, 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 oh. I didn't know okay. you were being sarcastic. Okay.
1: Because I had never seen Adventures right, in Babysitting. Right, this right, was right, like right. this was like eight years ago yes, that you told me this. This is true. And I'm like, oh, well, I've never seen that. Because I'm like, like, I didn't think he you're was like, sexy. oh yeah, he's a sex symbol in that. <laughs> yes. And I didn't catch. Apparently, you, I don't know if you were much more subtle then I guess because I, I heard, oh yeah, he was a sex symbol in that. You know, he was the sexy boyfriend. And the bad guy, bad boy, and I'm like, well, the
0: bad boy. <laughs> and then you show, me, and, then you,
1: and then you show me this movie, yeah. and I'm like, oh, he's a bad boy who looks like Bradley Whitford in a leather jacket. Kinda. I mean, he like he looks about like I have a leather jacket, and I know I don't look like a bad boy in oh, it,
0: honey. You look like a bad.
1: Boy. No, I don't. I look like a I look like a dorky middle aged guy in a leather jacket, which is fine because that's what I am, you know. But like, yeah, he de- he definitely like he looks and he's he's supposed to be playing a teenager, but he looks like a dorky middle-aged guy in a leather jacket. He like, just, he, at 26, he looked like 35. He, looked, he,
0: did, he definitely did not look like he should be in high school. Yeah. And I thought he was a, a college student, actually. I thought they were at least trying to push that level. I didn't realize that he no, was I also think he's seen, supposed to be. Yeah, no, no, he is supposed is to season, be a senior. Yeah, they mentioned he's a senior yes, because he beats up, uh, beats it, up uh, the guy who deserves him. to be yes, beaten up. Yes, but what I'm saying is when, he, for, when you first see him, you think to yourself, oh, he must be in college. At least they're going to go with that because otherwise, it's the creepy factor comes in. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. The, the, he must be in college, but I'm saying, yeah, he looks like a, to me he could be a college student as well. But I feel like he's going back to college after bringing in the workforce. Yes, for 15 I'm with years. you. I'm a hundred.
0: Like, or he's in grad school.
1: No, 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 no. He's definitely <laughs> not in grad school. I mean, look at him. <laughs> look at him in the way. Look at the, like I he mean, is not going he to. He definitely. School.
0: He looks at at, at at youngest. He looks 32.
1: Yeah, like oh, I wouldn't even say like no no he's at least 38 in this movie.
0: Okay, continue. Twenty-six. So.
1: he's 26 the way that Albert Pujol's birth certificate is right. <laughs> you know, Bradley Cooper was a, Bradley Cooper. Bradley Whitford.
0: Bradley Whitford was
1: actually born in 1923.
0: <laughs> right. Okay. So um so okay, so so he turns her down fine whatever, then then because of that over uh, 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 coming over to her house um to complain about her stepmother is Penelope Ann Miller. And now
1: we we've got a uh,
0: Trimble, that's her That's her best friend. Just you actually should, you should, should know this that that
1: if out. you actually listen to our Savannah Smiles episode. Which you should if you haven't. Uh, yeah, that's actually one of our finest episodes, I think, because mm-hmm. it actually has a lot of Allie being really funny, you know. Oh,
0: it's a one-time deal,
1: guys. I know, it's <laughs> Listen awesome. to it right now. Um, but, um, one. no, Allie's great in it. Um, but, uh, Alvi, the main uh, protagonist, I guess, of uh, of Savannah Smiles is Penelope Ann Miller's father. So we have uh, match made in space, family connection. (laughs) Family (laughs) connection. (laughs) What (laughs) is (laughs) going (laughs) on (laughs) with (laughs) these interludes today? I mean, we're using all these interludes. That can't be our new running thing. Whenever I've still got. Which only makes sense if you've seen our commando episode because we've never explained it since. <laughs> oh
0: my <laughs> god, it's like the foreshadowing. It's, like, it's like you're trying so hard to call I'm back. To, all I'm, of I'm our... trying to get
1: people to go back into our back catalog because you know I'm sure back everyone's in rushing in and going. This is 2016. We are recording this on New Year's Day. You're not going to see it till later. But this is this is 2016. I've been 2016. I've, I'm already I'm already sick as hell for the for the first time of the new year. You know, with a big flimmy throat and everything. You all need so to. So I'm, I'm going to sound that. terrible. I'm explaining why I don't have my normal mellifluous voice. Oh. <laughs> You know, yes. I'm not. I'm not all smooth like this. I'm more like, oh, well, you know, uh, well, That's a good. Uh, the, these are the fine quality ad libs that get, means explains why we're doing this for free. Yeah. <laughs> that and all the ums that I don't bother to edit out. I'm so glad you don't. <laughs> um. Anyway. <laughs> that was not on purpose. So anyway, we we get into Penelope and Miller. She's uh she got the tight rolls and the giant glasses that make her look like kind of like Piggy from uh.
0: Yes it's like it's like you they didn't, start a fire with them. they didn't learn the deal in the eighties that um glasses are not supposed to really extend further than your face goes. Yeah, so like everyone in the eighties actually enormous. looked like a cartoon because of, of someone with. A, yeah. Like if I
1: caricatured myself wearing glasses, I would often draw them extra large, like that Harry Carey picture. Yeah. Well, I guess Harry Carey's glasses really were that big. They were that big. Yeah, like as you know, like it was a
0: trademark. But yeah. the, but her glasses are that's like because he and his
1: dog Magic used to do those old baby commercials. <laughs> <laughs> magic. So <laughs> let me her, tell you something, Magic.
0: Her glasses are that big, and they're that was purple. a combination
1: of an impression of Harry Carey and an impression of the creepy old. It was, a,
0: it was impressive. Uh, I, that, that's why it
1: sounded like neither because it was the two of them together.
0: Well, you know, they would have had very ugly children. So um,
1: <laughs> how would you have known behind the giant exactly glasses? Right,
0: they would have just come out with glasses. They out. could have looked
1: like Bunsen Honeydew, just a blank face with the glasses <laughs> in front of it. You wouldn't have known.
0: <laughs> so um, she comes over to her best friend. House to complain about her stepmother her best friend.
1: Yeah, again, tight rolled '80s glasses, yep. Penelope Ann Miller. So Don't it's deal. super '80s. Super '80s. You know, let's get back into making sure we're super '80s up. Super '80s this.
0: up. And uh, and our in the day. midst of that, right? In the midst of that, um, the, uh, Elizabeth Shue's mother comes in and says something to the effect of, "Hey, uh, you know the mil- whatever whatever the name of the." Family. They, uh, what is the family? Anna they are the Andersons. The Andersons need a babysitter at a last minute. Can you do, you were do gonna it? You
1: going to say the Milton's? I was going to say
0: the Millers. <laughs> the Millers? <laughs> we were just talking about Penelope Me and, and Miller. Miller. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah so, Savannah Miller needs babysitting.
0: <laughs> so uh, we go over and.
1: Penelope's apparently too busy doing some so shitty Disney movie.
0: She, you know, with. with not, not interested because she's grieving the loss of her, you know, special date that she was supposed to have with Bradley. Oh, which we didn't explain. He ends up. Uh, uh, saying that. His now, now let's not
1: say Bradley too often, by the way, because Brad is actually. Oh yeah, Brad becomes the, a character. Brad is actually one of the major characters That's in the right. movie, so when you say this, it's so, gonna get real confusing. What was his name? Mike Mike.
0: Mike. 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 I think you're right, Mike. Mike. So Mike, Mike Toddwell
1: Well, according to uh, yeah, according Mike, to Wikipedia, but Mike, I don't remember uh, that ever being mentioned. Mike turns movie. her
0: down and <laughs> says that his sister's sick, and she goes to kiss him because apparently they've been dating, although it's really kind of hard to tell. I always thought it was a first date, and then you find out later on that they've actually been dating for a while, yeah. so it's a little weird. But anyway, long story short, he says he has to turn her down, and but he says, well, maybe get together you know another day and she goes to kiss him and he turns her down because you know uh, uh, uh what do you say it's uh, contagious uh, it could be contagious yeah or like yeah like but he says like not germ <coughs> maybe it does say contagious maybe I, I who cares something. what he said the point very short she's long story short it
1: you're twice now twice
0: now i never been to drink um uh, punch
1: your card when she says it 10 times you get a free episode which it's just us <laughs> just, just us interrupting each other for an
0: no hour reason.
1: we don't even have a movie maybe the
0: dog will just bark for an hour <laughs> Her our That's son singing yes. from his crew. <laughs> so, um, Just Mike Bleed. That's she finally agrees. The greatest Mike Bleed moment. She agrees to go. So she goes to the Andersons and the Andersons, this is basically, she's supposed to be babysitting one child, which is a little girl named Sarah.
1: Right.
0: Sarah has a brother named Brad. Brad has a big crush on... Elizabeth Shue's character, whose name is Chris, and
1: uh, Sarah is a very adorable little girl who I can't remember from anything else. And she's
0: amazing. And
1: uh, and Brad movie. and Brad is uh, Kevin Keith, 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 Coogan, Keith Coogan, who's like been in a billion things. And like You've I didn't look him, in him a up lot of stuff. Me, when I saw him. I was like instantly Googled him, and I'm like, oh, okay, he's in every friggin' thing. He was
0: ever. in Toy Soldiers, which we may do. No, uh, we
1: won't. It's from the '90s.
0: Oh man, okay. He's also Thank in. Thank God, it was a good he's movie. Also but it's in, a Watch um, Once movie. He's also in uh, Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead, which. Which open. is an unofficial sequel to this. <laughs> I always thought that actually. This I was, like, actually confused con- the two. I always confuse the two. I think that's on our list though as a possible. Yeah. Can, I, can I,
1: I lay some groundwork here about yeah, something please, please. real quick lay it before down. we forget? Lay it down, clown. So anyway, before we go to the before we go to the babysitting, uh uh Mike.
0: Mike. Yeah. Toddler. Bradley Whitford Cooper is Witty Coop is
1: Witty Coop is uh, <laughs> uh, Coop is, uh <laughs> is not wanting to kiss Elizabeth Shue, who, let's face it, is super eighties pretty. Yeah. She's got blonde girl with dark eyebrows. That's like the eighties pretty. That is everything pretty in the eighties. Doesn't want to kiss her. I wanna put that groundwork in and we'll 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 come back to that later. I'm just playing that groundwork, he's like, Ew, nasty. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you yeah, no, I, I can't, I'm sick. You know, I, I uh Yeah. And pulling away from Elizabeth Shoe. Elizabeth Shoe circa nineteen eighty seven. Peak Elizabeth Shoe, really, you know.
0: The yeah. peak shoe time. Like
1: 8788 is peak shoe. Peak shoe. You know, that and Back to the Future 2. I like Pikachu. No, no, that's Pikachu, the <laughs> fetish porn site where you look for celebrities' feed. Ew. Otherwise known as all of Google. <laughs> um, I that was by the smoke. way, I have, got, I have got to really quickly uh, register that, <laughs> that domain name. <laughs> I mean, I do an ad for Squarespace, but they're not paying me, so. Uh, <laughs> you oh know. My God. Awesome. like every other podcast <laughs> hey squarespace seriously pay us to talk about you we, we use will you. we use you and we'll talk about you but i'm not going to talk about, about you, you until then so so don't use squarespace until we talk about <laughs> it right, just wait now, for that. now you, we're, we're blackmailing squarespace we need right. some advertising dollars well come you know on, what you our need our to sign up for an
0: affiliate link and then you can do that uh, don't we have an affiliate link not to squarespace how do you do, how do, you do it yeah you i thought maybe you they thing. came to
1: us and said come on advertise this man <laughs> they're not that desperate no they're <laughs> not that
0: desperate um, All right. Anybody
1: want to advertise with us? Uh, just uh, send us an email. Match made in space with at our legion of three fan. Well, if you want to advertise, really well. I mean our rates are very reasonable. They really are. Like seriously, I, like enough money to like buy me like a a decent bottle of scotch, and you you can have an ad. Pretty
0: amazing, right? Yeah. I mean, or, don't buy
1: the scotch for me. I have my taste, and I'd like to pick it out myself.
0: Right. Right. You
1: know, so just, you know.
0: You don't want to work for the company that's going to buy your company car. You want to be like, I'd like that company car within this budget.
1: Right, exactly. That's yeah. what I want. Yeah. I want to, I want a budget to make my own decisions. I,
0: I feel you. Yeah. I feel you on that. Hey,
1: Rocky, Rocky. Okay, that our son, son is yelling at our dog to be quiet, <laughs> which is funny because our dog is quietly sitting down here doing nothing. So I... <laughs> so that's that's, so that's great. fun that's so fun moving um, on uh moving on should we ignore our son and continue this podcast yeah, or should we pause son. this podcast for a moment <laughs> maybe put in a delightful intermission no, intermissional no, musical interlude-aloo sure uh, because he's pretty loud
0: Twenty-four hours later, yeah, uh,
1: we had some adventures in uh, thanks to the magic of uh, of podcasts. You you didn't have to be here for the last twenty-four hours. (laughs) We had adventures uh, in parenting. Basically, (laughs) the long story short: uh, kid kid wouldn't go back to bed. uh, Our sink exploded. uh, The kid wouldn't go back to bed again, um, and now we're back. And And the dog started barking, and then now the dog's back down with us, like he was. So we we have literally gone to the exact same position. Uh, even down to this we're all wearing the same underwear and <laughs> we're ready to go. We're ready
0: to rock and roll. We
1: were, I think, talking about Adventures in Babysitting.
0: Yes, that's what—that's where we were. And okay. we just finished talking about Peak Shoe.
1: Peak Shoe. The, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. I'm, 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 remembering, I'm remembering now. And yeah, uh, so we brought up
0: a little bit about Brad, i.e. Keith Coogan.
1: Keith Coogan, who I, I, mean, I don't have much else to say about him, really. I mean, other than he's He's that guy actor that's like in like a million things, and like mostly whenever he was in his uh, teens and early twenties. And I he's he's I guess the protag the main male protagonist of the movie, sort and of. I guess, yeah. I mean, I mean, he's
0: the one that makes the biggest change, actually. Yeah, he does.
1: He does. He, he does. I, he's well, you know, he has kind of that 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 character from the eighties that I guess no longer exists because we've gone to start coddling our nerds. Ah, you know, yeah. like uh, you know, like. The the nerd who has to realize he's just not gonna get the girl yeah. in the end. Yeah, you know, like the archetype that I guess Anthony Michael Hall had in um in a, I guess he didn't really wasn't really going for the girl, but no no well I, I wasn't thinking of the movie that I think you thought I was, which is Sixteen Candles. Yeah. or He in Sixteen Candles, he realized he wasn't gonna get the girl. I was gonna say Breakfast Club, but I guess he never really had any any. Any hope of getting a girl in Breakfast Club or or maybe like the, the kid from The Last American Virgin, if you uh, ever saw that.
0: No, that's on our list.
1: Oh, that is on our list. OK, well, never mind. A lot of boobs in that movie. That's all I. That's, I, that's what uh, I hear. Yeah. Anyhow. So um, um,
0: but yeah, so uh, Bra- he, he plays Brad and Brad is obsessed with Elizabeth Shue's character, Chris, which mm-hmm. I think we mentioned earlier. And um, he's supposed to go stay at his friend Daryl's house. So again, Chris, uh, Elizabeth Shue, is supposed to only babysit one child. Yeah. Sarah And
1: and let's point out that Chris was like is nine. let's point out Chris is like 17 yeah. and Brad is 15. Yeah. So I know th- this is in Illinois, but Illinois now maybe this would be a thing because, She looks
0: 35. Well,
1: yeah. I mean, I don't know how old she actually was at this point. I
0: mean, who knows, but who cares? But my point is that like she's she's dressed like a middle-aged person.
1: Um yeah, she was 24 at mm. the time.
0: I mean, she wasn't that far off.
1: Oh. Mm. What? Nothing. I just you can't go back. You can't go home again. You can't go home saying. again. Yeah, I just just. You literally just made, go, blah, 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 blah. no. We're not explaining. Just, you can't go home again. <laughs> oh. I was just
0: gonna say that you just made the sound that uh, our son has a potty a book that's like to help him go potty. And there's a potty in the potty book. Um, the, he's like, I want to go the potty. Blah 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 blah. And then there's this moment where he says, "What is what does kitty do?" And then the you see the cat standing in a box, and he's like, "Oh," and you made that same sound like, "Oh, um, oh." You
1: mean. You mean the sound that, 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 that I make when reading it? Yeah. I said the word O oh, the way I say the word O. Oh. Yeah.
0: You're like totally disgusted. Thank you for that anecdote. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, there are many so, parents out there who listen to this podcast who understand there are no parents the frustration of potty okay, training. Okay, we have
1: like three parents who yeah. listen to this podcast. Yep, and, and almost all of them have either long since finished potty training or haven't even gotten to it yet. Yeah, this is so, true. So yeah, no, we, are not, we are not... For our, the one mom Our out there, target demographic... I got
0: you. I got your peeps. I got our you. Our target
1: demographic is people who are a little drunk mm-hmm. and have forgotten they have children.
0: Well, but that's most parents. That's,
1: a, that's me right now. Ah, uh, well. Except I'm not drunk. So. But I don't so, have a child. Oh, so no. You have a, have a child. child. I do have a
0: child. He's just asleep right now. Okay. So Brad, uh, so. Uh, yeah, no
1: object permanence. So,
0: so, Where'd so Brad, you go?
1: Oh, I'm sorry. So Brad's I supposed slightly. to go
0: sleep at his friend Daryl's house. And Daryl is played by the. Anthony Rapp. Anthony Rapp.
1: Who I guess does other things. Have you looked him up? <laughs> you, you know what? We did, but I forgot because that was like 24 why, why hours why ago. Cl- why don't
0: you click on his name uh, there? Why don't I
1: click on his name? Let, let, why don't I learn with the audience who doesn't already know?
0: Everybody here knows. Anybody who's in musical theater knows.
1: Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know what? We have one fan in musical theater. Me. No, Alexis. Yeah, that's it. That's it. You don't know. Nobody that. gives a shit about Rent. Oh, well, he was in the movie. You know what? You know what? Unless you were like 18 years old in the theater major in 1994, Rent is not. The great part about
0: this is that he plays, he plays, oh, a, he, he, me. <laughs> he plays a lovable, annoying nerd and you want to shoot him and smack him through the entire movie. Oh no, he's not
1: lovable. Oh no, he's horrible. He's
0: supposed to be lovable. No,
1: no, he can't be. He's no, so annoying. No, no, he's he's horrible.
0: In, in a lovely way. Like, he actually does a very good job of being the oh, guy you want to smack. But snack. he was
1: born in Joliet, Illinois, so, oh. um, so I guess he's, uh, you know, I, certainly. Um, yeah,
0: he came home again. Or he started at home. I don't know. Anyway, he plays the best friend, and he's supposed to go. The uh, uh, co- uh, coogan is supposed well, to go over. At the least, test. at
1: least, it makes sense now. Like looking at his Wikipedia page, why his incredibly overt like sexuality didn't ring true with me at all.
0: Well, because he's gay. Oh,
1: he's yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, he prefers the term queer.
0: Oh, good for him! I,
1: I'm a very fast reader on Wikipedia. I see that. Yes, I can explain why, but I, that would involve changing tabs, and we don't. So, do
0: that. as he comes over to see, uh, but through,
1: during the whole movie, he's a little pervy, like creep who just all he wants to he wants to. In fact, he's the main. He's the, the main inciting incident about why their adventures in babysitting right. go on for so long is that he's a pervo. Well,
0: right, and he ends up in the he ends up in the car with them because he brings over this um, this uh, Playboy that apparently has. Uh, the centerfold looks like Elizabeth Shue. It's like uncanny how she looks like if him. Elizabeth Shue. It just posed for Playboy. I'm that sure that month. I don't think it was she posed for Playboy. I'm just kidding. What's wrong with you? I'm just so, a Um, and so this pic and this come this is a running theme throughout the entire movie that we keep running into this Playboy. But specifically, he shows it and he's like get away, and he's he, he decides he's not going to sleep over at Daryl's. But Daryl hides out when out of nowhere, Chris gets a call from. Brenda. Brenda. Brenda says that she's down at the bus station. She spent all of her money on a cab to get to the station. By the, the way, I figured station. out who
1: Brenda looks like, and you're not going to know this, but some people who watch this might get it. She looks like Kate Rambo from uh, from Rock and Roll High School.
0: Okay, you
1: I know. believe you. Yeah.
0: And uh, Brenda's um, in the scary bus station. And actually, if you've been to the bus station in Chicago, it's scary. So yeah, she I would ain't say lying. You,
1: you know what? You don't even have to say in Chicago. If you've been to the bus station <laughs> anywhere on earth. I'm pretty sure the bus station in Mayberry is a nightmare. It's
0: pretty scary. So she's run away from home, quote, unquote. She has no money, and uh, she calls Chris to come get her. She's like, I'm babysitting. Although I
1: will say, that, that bus station, the way it's presented, Is the bus station that I would say is in every scene about? Usually, it's New York that they show. Yeah, because it has it has the crazy homeless people, like cliches, and the 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 guy the the random guy with a gun.
0: Yeah, (laughs) just just for for no reason. I mean, now admittedly,
1: if you're not from America, you probably think, well, of course, all Americans have guns, but we really don't all have guns. Only like one out of every four of us. Yeah, I mean, it's not that many. You know, like yeah, barely even that. I mean, in our house, I've only been shot at three times this year.
0: Well, and in our house, none of us have guns, and there's three of us. With Sparky, we're three and a half
1: well, three and an eighth. Three and an eighth. And so. I'm I'm sorry, I've been meaning to tell you, I did get Jackson a gun for Christmas. You did. So only two of us don't have guns.
0: Uh, I guess that's
1: two and an a eighth thing. of us. So um Smarty would have a gun if he could use if he had a thumb. Yeah, so
0: it's just like this weird and like, you know, the the oh a very eighties moment is she's in a phone booth. What's that?
1: (laughs) Oh, my God.
0: And the coin-operated TV is then when you Oh, my God, (laughs)
1: coin-operated TV, which I've never actually seen in real life because uh, I grew up, you know, away from large bus stations that, like, would have a coin-operated TV. You know, like, we, I mean, we had TV. We had power. I just – I know a lot of people from outside of the South think maybe we didn't have that. We had shoes.
0: You had shoes? We had paved roads. Wow, it's amazing.
1: You know, we had systematic racism, Delta – years of resentment from the civil war. Yep. Um but, but we you know, we didn't have coin operated TVs.
0: That's interesting. Wow. Thank you for that walk through the southern lifestyle.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: With with John Walter. I'm
1: so I, I'm sorry I didn't start actually reading one of our child's books to to them. <laughs> but if you want there's some Sandra Boynton's over there we can uh, you know like <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't being serious. So we're gonna put barnyard dance away.
0: <laughs> um. So uh, Brenda calls her. She's like, "No, I can't." She's like, "You have to come down. I have no money. I can't get home. My father will kill me if he finds out that I'm here." Blah blah blah. She finally decides to take. Uh, Sarah. Oh, whoa, whoa! Before we go, oh. we
1: you know we did not get into. No, no. But, Like this is what I was about to get into. Oh. I, just, I finally checked oh, my it notes. It all comes back. We got well. It has to come back because it's a major plot point and a major thing about oh. the '80s. Okay. All right. First of all, uh, just to throw it off, yeah, like. Major '80s things that we we, we we've encountered, mm-hmm. like since then since this point, I have four that we we've encountered that we haven't talked about. Okay. Um, homophobia. Oh yeah, which is a major plot point in this movie. Not major, but it's it's a recall. It's yeah. Chekhov's Chekhov's homophobia.
0: It's Chekhov's homophobia because
1: at one point, um,
0: you take back what you said about Thor. That's right.
1: Uh, because Keith Coogan, our our actual sympathetic character. Uh, you know, t- tells the little girl uh, his sister, s- his sister, that her beloved Thor. She's a huge fan of Thor. It's the it's the mid '80s. It's actually probably during the middle of Walter Simonson's amazing run on Thor. But instead, she's but she's a classicist. She's got Jack Kirby Thor all over, all over. You know, you know, this nine-year-old girl in the '80s apparently is is able to uh, buy all the uh, the old Marvels. Well, she does live
0: in a house in Oak Park,
1: and it's that's true. Quite pretty. Yeah, but but I've, I've, I know people who live in Oak Park. It's not that nice. It's not. We live in a nicer. But suburb did you of see apartment. her house? Oh nice. yeah, that's, their house yeah. is pretty nice. Yeah, I, I mean, her house is probably in Toronto. Well,
0: yeah, but that's not the. But,
1: point. But yeah, um, but you know, so she she's very upset about that, and that that, come, that that's going to come into play later. The, the entire movie, she has a Thor hat on. For the record, her lucky mm-hmm. Thor hat. Uh, I guess it's a she helmet carries, technically. She
0: carries the hammer, and she also does. She goes, carry the hammer? Heck yeah! And she also when she sits, and she has a cape. She, yeah, later she bangs the hammer. Oh, down. that's why right, she does bang the hammer. And she she they carries a ba- real near. I'm sorry, <laughs> and she carries a backpack, and she has the cape.
1: Yeah, and if if you can lift that hammer, then you have the power. Only only someone with the uh, the power of Thor can lift that hammer. She
0: has the power of Thor. Yeah,
1: which, which you would know she had you the seen pa- the Thor movie. You just saw the Avengers. Power- I don't know if that's she has there. the
0: power of being the probably the best actor in this whole movie. <laughs> yeah, she really kind of is. <laughs> she really, really is probably the best actor in the whole movie. She's pretty damn amazing. In um, this
1: movie. Oh, and other '80s things. She's uh, worth seeing it for uh, shoulder pads and moose. Hmm. Big time shoulder pads, big time moose. Yep. You know. Oh, and this is the best part, though. Elizabeth Shue is in this big shoulder paddy jacket, and she gets complimented on it by by uh, Keith during his creepier phase. And uh, oh, by the way, uh, yeah, the, 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 she had to take back what she said about what he said about Thor, so that you know, because otherwise uh, the the girl was going to tell Elizabeth Shue that uh, that, he, that Keith Coogan was masturbating about her, basically. I mm-hmm. mean, she she doesn't say it in so many words, but that's the implication. The implication. So he had to get rid of his homophobic remark, or she would talk about him masturbating. But she says that behind his back while Elizabeth Shue's watching, so she learns anyway, which is. I don't know, it makes my flesh crawl.
0: Yeah, it's kind of gross. But,
1: um, uh, so shoulder pads, moose. Moose. But she's confident on the shoulder pad, on her jacket, and then she says it belonged to my dad. Now that jacket, this jacket oh, my, No, grandfather. My grandfather. So her grandfather had 1980s woman shoulder pads in his jacket. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of... Like, built in. I mean, weird. I know the 40s kind of, you had those big zoot suits with the shoulder pads, but it wasn't a zoot suit. You know, it was, a, it was just a, it looked like a military jacket that had shoulder pads. You know, maybe we were trying to scare Hitler with his, uh, with our broad shoulders. Um... 80s thing that we I, we touched on it, but the fear of cities. Oh yes, They're like she went when to you're the from city. The, yeah, when you're in the suburb. Well, I know, and, and yeah. I, I grew up in a small suburb of a smaller city, and yeah, there was a little bit of an oh god, you went to the city when I was a kid, but yeah. this, it's just like I feel like in the 80s, going to the city was even more terrifying. It was the city, you know, because yeah, the city is basically a place where there's immediately sewer rats that are big enough to be mistaken for cats. Yep, a joke that's of course in this movie. Yep, because they did the, they do the whole. They kind of do the whole Velma. Are we really going to have to pause this again? No,
0: just keep going. He's <laughs> right. he's fine. He's fine. Just keep Child going. Endangerment just keep rape. Rape. It's Just fine.
1: <laughs> but um, basically the Velma rule of losing glasses is all over this movie. Yes, um, you know. And then um, finally, we we get a you know like at the bus station we get a hilarious rape joke. Wait a minute.
0: We totally have the Scooby Gang. Oh Lord. Think about it.
1: Okay, so like going through this, Elizabeth Shue is Daphne.
0: Uh, obviously,
1: um, what's uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, Alvy's daughter
0: is Penelope Miller. Uh, Brenda. Brenda. Yeah, Brenda. Penelope.
1: Alvy's daughter, daughter. Penelope <laughs> Ann Miller. That's what God. she's really known for, being the daughter of Alvy from <laughs> *Savannah Smiles*, a movie whose official she's, copy looks she's great. Velma. Uh, you've got, um, is, is Fred supposed to be, uh, Coogan?
0: No, I think Fred is the guy that she meets later. We haven't gotten oh, to yet. think about
1: oh, it. oh, yeah, I guess so. Because
0: he helps them, but he doesn't, ha- he doesn't, like, join yeah. the gang until I, later.
1: Yeah, we don't want to spoil that no. uh, a bland guy shows yeah, up yeah, later yeah, and is right, nice. Exactly. And then would, would that make Shaggy, um...
0: I think Shaggy. Shaggy is Keith Coogan. Is Keith Coogan. And, and Daryl, is, Daryl Scooby is Scooby because
1: Dar- Daryl is a dog. Yeah. Oh God, that's stupid. This analogy sucks, and I hate you for it. But and it's that, making that, you that makes you That makes the Mystery Machine is like a 1978 Buick Elantra or whatever that station yes. wagon, yes. Buick station wagon or yes. whatever the hell it is. Yes. Um, Buick Elantra wasn't a station wagon, was it? But
0: they go on. They they, they got a, the capers. They got they, capers. They. I don't think there's
1: a. I guess there is a caper. It just involves an adult magazine, but it is kind of a it's caper. A caper. It's yeah. You know what? It, it my, when I think of the Great Muppet Caper, I always think of that scene when they're climbing above on the mm-hmm, rafter, mm-hmm. and uh, this movie has a similar it has scene.
0: rafter climbing.
1: Rafter climbing. Uh, no, no rafter climbing though. That's, we have to wait for Jurassic there, Park. There's for a that. musical
0: interlude where they sing, just oh, like yeah. they do in the Muppets.
1: Right. Yeah. This oh. is
0: impressive. I'm 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 really proud of the, the Scooby um, Muppet. Uh, um, you know, inters.
1: Yeah. Oh, and uh, like. I, I have no words. I'm interrupting you because you're, you're just going to start <laughs> mabbling. You're going to start mabbling on. I'm Mabbling It's not is really like a word. It's like
0: Muppets and babbling. It's a
1: Muppet bab- Yes, a, and a Muppet is a portmanteau of marionette and puppet, so it's a marionette puppet babbling, Mabbling.
0: Well done. Babbling Continue. in English, actually. That ah. the "ing"
1: is for English. I see. <laughs> the babbling is just two B's and an L. What okay. were you going to say? I was going to say. Well, first of all, I, I you know, like I just want to be very clear that the the. The, the Scooby Puppet, the Scooby Puppet <laughs> that's mabbling is such a fist magnet. This yeah. entire movie, I want to hit him. That's so hard. Yes. My knuckles were being pulled towards the TV set. Yes. He is the worst.
0: He's terrible.
1: You know, and and one more '80s thing before we go. Um, checkbook. Oh yeah. Da, da 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 Checkbook. By this point, we've we've had we've had to go to the city because she's trapped in the bus station. No one else can get her. She's crying like a little baby. You know. No, a homeless guy is mad, mad at her for you. stealing How her house.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, yeah, that, that's
1: that's uh, right there. That was uh Ray right Chong trying to take care of Penelope P. Miller. <laughs> that's 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 my that that's the classic Foley work you'll get here at Matchmade in Space. Or as I like to call it, MMIS, <laughs> which is not a disease; it's the cure. <laughs> like Cobra, it's a grand unified theory right now. Um, oh, so basically, they she has to drive to the city in this Buick station wagon. I think it's a Buick. <laughs> there's no Peter Gunn that actually plays in this movie. Yes, is there? It does. Oh my God, Peter Gunn plays in this movie. <laughs> or as if you're my age, you're, the Spy Hunter theme plays in this movie.
0: Yeah, I think it does. I think it's when I think it's at one point when they're driving.
1: Okay, so that but they barely make it anywhere. They're freaking yeah. out. They're on the highway. She's like Daryl oh
0: Daryl joins them because he yeah he, because he's he says been a Yeah, he basically says I'll tell the parents.
1: That, she's of course she's not supposed to go to the city. Right. You know, but she has to drive for both. she even Park says the like city. she
0: says tell them we went out for ice cream. For I will now.
1: say this: John Hughes messed me up for for this movie in that I was watching the way they were coming into the city, and I actually told Allie, And these this is some of the shots that aren't Toronto; they're actual Chicago yeah. shots, and they're coming in and they're they're, they're like at the Congress. Uh, yep. Like exit or something yep. like that when their tire blows. Yeah, and I remember turning her and because of John Hughes, I'm thinking they're coming from the North Shore. Right, and I'm like, this is wrong. This geography is terrible. And I actually because they have to be from Wilmette, right? But, I mean,
0: but here's the best part: is I actually was like, no, you're wrong. They actually are coming from the west, and which is true because Oak Park is from the west, and right. so it totally makes sense. And I give a hat tip to Columbus, yeah, for, for doing the
1: correct way. Well, to th- until they start making up streets. Right, but but when but they were using real, Street, but when they were using real streets, that really the geography actually checked it makes out a lot. Of you sense. know, it was not it was it was you know it was not completely screwed up. Yeah, it uh, you screwed, know, which well was done. which was mind blowing. I, I give them. And then a... so anyway, they're driving in and they have a blowout to begin the trouble. Don don don. And immediately they are picked up, you know, or not picked up. A a a terrifying truck appears, you know, and it a horrifying man steps out, <laughs> who turns out to be. Handsome John Pruitt. Handsome
0: John Pruitt,
1: who is we very. Love we love him. Very, do we? I I've never actually expressed an opinion of him. I,
0: I I love Handsome John Pruitt.
1: I, well, I mean, he's fine. Uh, you know, and he's he's of course played by semi-noted playwright John Ford uh, Noonan, yep. who uh, you know he's, he's been nominated for some Obies or whatever. Yep. You know, he's he's a decent yeah for apparently a decent playwright. Did a little writing for Saint Elsewhere as well. You
0: know, his right. brother's a famous yeah. But that's what I was. Damn, you know what.
1: You one day and you've forgotten I have trivia bomb sites laid appro- all I over apologize. the place. Yeah. Turns out he's the brother of and who knew that his brother would have been the sexiest member of the family? Because he's the brother of noted, terrifying, giant, weird actor Tom Noonan. <laughs> so uh, you know, who's played Frankenstein before? <laughs> so yeah, so but John Ford Noonan actually as handsome John Pruitt, actually the less handsome Noonan brother. Mm. Don't look at me like that. I'm not looking at you like anything. She's all upset at me for, for getting upset at I'm her. I'm not upset for, at you at all. I was, thinking, I was actually
0: thinking about... Um, the fact that when the, that the the scary part about John Pruitt because we didn't explain this is that right before their tire blows out um, she's t- you know to t- entertain her oh they're telling names. oh they're yeah telling, they're telling, they're telling, the telling the like, stupid ghost yeah, stories stupid about ghost hook story. hands yeah. it's
1: like it's great because it's incredibly unbelievable that two 15 year old boys would ever be involved in this cheerily oh that's ridiculous you know like it's like did they ever meet a teenager whenever they were when they were filming so, this so you movie? know
0: she's like oh and then He's there's the a hook, hook and, his and, his and he like scrapes and, the face eww. or whatever right so and of course it turns of course, yeah. you know John. He's Bruin got a hook. He's got a, a hook, hook for a hand.
1: hand and blah blah blah. But he's harmless.
0: He's harmless. Well,
1: except well, for the wow Whoa, wow He's harmless. God, when I say he's harmless, don't 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 don't, don't think I'm not setting people up. Why do, you, why do you always think I don't I don't know what I'm doing? I mean, yeah, admittedly, I just say things off the top of my head and hope I get to an answer. But sometimes I know where the answer is. I just have to take a long circuit, do it this route. I'm going to restate what I
0: said at the beginning of this podcast that I'm really here as set decorations. Exactly. So I'm just going to well, hang well out. Could you be
1: prettier <laughs> about I it? I will work not on like, that. Not like set decorations that corrects me, whenever okay, I... I'll
0: work on that. I'm sorry. I, I thought I was involved <laughs> I'm in this podcast. Well,
1: no, you are, but you're involved in sort of a negative way that like ruins my life and, you know, destroys me. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're hugging and cuddling. Uh, well, well, I'm, I'm hugging so, and cuddling. Yeah, I was about to say, I don't think she's, we she's, are
0: hugging, oh, oh, hugging so and cuddling. Oh, you're so You're so tense. Shh, I'm sick tick 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 tick
1: tick 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 so, anyway, he, he puts them into his truck, which has, like, a cool setup so he can drive with his hook hand and right. shift gears with his hook hand. And it's pretty cool, actually. And they're all crammed into the truck and whatever.
0: And he, oh, he says that he'll take them because they don't have any money. He's, he's going to take them to Dawson's per- Garage. Right, she forgot her purse, so she doesn't have any money. She doesn't yeah. have her checkbook. She doesn't have her not, checkbook, she doesn't, she, doesn't even even have, is, she doesn't even have her driver's license, and so she, she's kind of freaking out. So he says, I'll tow you to Dawson's Garage, and I'll buy you a tire, and then, you know, you know, you can pay me back.
1: Yeah, or, 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 I don't even think he says you can no, pay me right. back. No, right,
0: she says, I'll pay you back, and he's and like. Says, and she he like, said, "What
1: kind of a man would I be to leave you on the expressway right, this time right, of night?" Which exactly. Is, which so he's, a he's,
0: nice he's doing a decent
1: thing. He's yeah. telling her, and that's. But in the middle of going there, he gets a phone call from Dawson. Dawson. And Dawson tells him she's she's at his house again, and he freaks out because obviously at, he's, he's at her house yeah, or your, yeah, he's at your house, your again. house again. So basically, he, like his his he you know his wife's been sleeping with another man. So he freaks out, opens up his glove compartment, which he claimed he had his hand in as a joke but actually there's a gun there and he's going and basically they get dragged into this neighborhood. that looks kind of sketchy. So they get, so that handsome John Pruitt can murder a man. He doesn't successfully actually murder the man. Mind you, he just takes a few pot shots.
0: In the meantime, uh, gunfire is coming out through the window, and he throws the guy through. And handsome John P- Pruitt throws the guy through the window. Yeah. And well, the guy's car is there. And, and there's
1: there, you see you see shots going. First of all, you see a bullet like hit hit their car. Yeah. <laughs> which is already you know like damaged, and it's her mom's car. First right, of all. Right, so she
0: freaks out about that. And, and they, as they, we probably said and last, and they jump into the car week. of the of the guy that the wife the, is sleeping with.
1: And there's a guy sitting in the driver's seat, and they're like, "Oh God, sorry," and he just drives off with, with them him in the in it. car, and he's.
0: It's a nice car. It's a Caddy.
1: Yeah, he's very. And it turns out he's actually Joe Gibb. Car Joe thief.
0: Gibb. We like Joe Gibb.
1: Okay, we do like it, Joe I'm Gibb. But say you've got to stop like- saying who we like. You don't know who I like. I haven't told you whether I think this I don't is a know that I was talking watching.
0: about you. I was talking about me and Sparky. Sparky and I like Joe Gibb.
1: Sparky's the weirdest nickname you have for your lady parts I have ever heard.
0: Wow, that is so gross. I can't believe you just went there. Shut up! I'm said, Sparky. A hey,
1: lady parts was the nicest way I could find to put it.
0: I like. I like Joe Gibb.
1: My, my my dog parts don't care for him <laughs> because i'm fixed uh that's that's the silly voice we use for our dog uh so glad you were here for that um, <laughs> welcome to this wonderful window into our lives uh so basically they go to the run off. They, they and they get, they basically joe takes them to a mob shop shop where they are immediately like put into the office upstairs in this you know factory floor like the foreman's office of of, of like you know, an open floor garage.
0: And and I, I just have to do one little oh, thing. Oh, I forgot
1: I, the, ba- the, the playboy. We got to mention this.
0: That's what I was about to say. Yeah,
1: yeah I, I realize I, can that. Can I yeah. do that? You can do right. that.
0: So when they're in the car and she's so telling, see the, a set and she's a, telling a the story car, right. about um, the ghost story with the, you know, the hook, you know, this is before they have the tire blowout. Um, Daryl, the one we want, the, the Scooby of the, of the gang. The this magnet. Yeah, pulls out uh, the playboy that he wanted to show, you uh, keith coogan's character brad earlier and he shows him and he says look at her and then he's like you know when he freaks out that she's gonna turn around and see it and uh keith coogan opens the window and throws the playboy out and he's like what'd you do that for that was my dad so he's freaking out that his dad's gonna find out he stole his playboy and now it's gone and disappeared and he can't get it back yeah which it's is... not like he can go buy one in the in the local store because they're under age
1: well also it's not like he could just lie and say he never saw it and right. it's not like It's not like Keith Coogan could have just, I don't know, not ripped it out of his hands and made a spectacle of himself and just said and yeah. <laughs> made him shove it back into his bag like a sensible right, human being would right. do, but then we wouldn't have had much of a movie.
0: Exactly. So <laughs> now you can we can jump back forward that they're now in the office, the upstairs office of this chop shop. and Which is being the, run
1: by the scariest man on earth. so I believe, is his character's name or something like that. I don't that. know, but
0: I'll tell you that this is what I thought of this man when I first saw him. I saw this movie first, and I don't know when the, this came out, but Poltergeist 2... He looks like the guy that comes to the door, the the scary visitor. I wonder not who he is. I don't know.
1: Well, it's it's. He well, reminds it's, he's, me. Of he's that. a guy who's in like a lot of Peckinpah movies. His uh, name is John Davis Chandler, and he's a creepy, creepy. He's dude. so
0: freaking creepy in this movie. I, I I mean, in this movie and in, and in no no not the same guy. No, huh? but he is
1: he is in Phantasm Three, Lord, oh, Lord of the, of the Dead. dead. Yeah, know. he's
0: freaky. So anyway, so yeah, he yeah. plays. He yeah,
1: he's just, one of those weird, creepy, bug-eyed guys who always plays mobsters. Like and you can see and,
0: their skull. He's yeah, that his skull, guy.
1: his skull is fighting to get out of his face. And like it's
0: like wants to bust out.
1: Like, let me yeah.
0: out, skull. Yeah, it's really creepy. So he's that guy, and he's the bo- boss of the the group, and um, he sends them upstairs and because oh. they're going to have a meeting.
1: And they and while they're upstairs, basically, and Joe Gibb is kind of like, hey, come on, let him go. Yeah, because he's chill. He's chill. Joe he's Gibbs. Joe Gibb. cool, you know. So he's like, yeah, you know, whatever. Uh, you know, I just steal cars because there's money in it. Right. And while they're up there, they, they realize there's an escape route through the ceiling.
0: And Daryl Scooby realizes that there's, there's a Playboy. A Playboy.
1: Well, I mean, it's a it's a, it's a construction. Uh, it's a it's yeah. a garage foreman's office. A, in the '80s, if there isn't a Playboy there, then they obviously their subscription. So went he out.
0: steals it. And he yeah. shoves it. In. No, he just seals it and puts it in his puts shirt. It, puts yeah. it in his shirt. And yeah.
1: hilariously enough, like
0: this actually you can actually see point.
1: you can actually see like the centerfold has writing all over it. Yeah. And having not seen this movie before, I didn't know it was necessarily a plot point, but I was like, wait, is that an autographed copy with like a giant like write-up from the from the centerfold? Very interesting. <laughs> because so like so it wasn't interesting. Don't don't patch it. It's interesting. It was boring. But so they climb out of the top. You know, and they're literally and, – and, 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 and I think Joe Gibb even sees them and yes, goes, like, whatever. So they're
0: climbing and, across rafters.
1: <laughs> this is the dumbest this thing. Is the d-
0: I, 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 Allie this stopped and me. told me yeah.
1: this is going to be the dumbest thing. Let's see if you think it's as dumb as me. And when I came up, I was like, that's the dumbest thing. This is what I thought. Because they're going – they're climbing – well, let's just say together. They're going over – no, I'm just kidding. They're going over that – like if they're you had They're on an I-beam. An i beam. If you had to climb – if you're, like, 40 feet over, over a concrete floor – Walking on an I beam, and I've actually done forty feet over a hard floor on an I beam when I was doing some theater tech work. If you're four, and I'm terrified of heights, so it was a Nightmare. Heights, but if you're forty feet above a concrete floor full of car parts and gangsters with guns, do you think you would? How be do you walk across? Do you walking
0: now, yeah. and you're not holding you, on anything above? There's like one. Do you that cl- can
1: either catch. a climb on all, get on all fours and crawl, so you're you know you've got your hands on it, That's and you know like thing. a, or b. Do you walk sideways so you're balanced right and you can sort of crab walk across, or C, do you walk one foot in front of the other like it's a tightrope?
0: Of course gonna, you. Yeah. I'm gonna go with A probably. Um, oh,
1: I'm gonna go with D. Just let the gangsters shoot me. I for mean, because at that out point, wow, I'm not nearly as that afraid that of being I, shot as I am of falling, falling on an IV. Because
0: seriously. it... <laughs> It's the most ridiculous. No, there is one more... Like, you can see the ones that cross up on top. Like, I said, now, if there's a beam above that you can hold onto to walk yeah, it's like, fine. Yeah. Like I get a rope that. bridge. Yeah, like, like they do like, with a rope yeah. bridge. No, no, fine. no. No, no. Cool. no, they're just the all group. like... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, and basically, at one point, Little Fist Magnet almost drops the Playboy. Right. And so, is that when... That's when you see
0: the writing on it. You, like the you writing, see the writing, yeah, writing again. the
1: You see the writing again, and then, and then it gets shoved into uh, Thor Girl's backpack. Yep. So basically, for the next eighty minutes of movie, you've basically got a little girl carrying a Playboy on the run.
0: Yep.
1: Um, you know, so that, it's they, the eighties.
0: They get they get noticed that they're gone very soon after they d- they escape out of this window and go down the you yeah. know the the, the roof, roof. Or
1: whatever. And, and, and so they, they get
0: they get start getting followed by because, the mobs because
1: they realize the, the, mobs. the, play, the mobs the many mob. The mob (laughs) get the mobs out there chasing him. (laughs) Those mobs are out chasing him, but uh, they 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 realize very quickly when they go up and look in the office and whatever, you know, like oh no, the Playboy's gone, and that's where all of their and that's where like Bleak Mister Skullface has been, uh, you know, like keeping all of his notes on like where to send cars and who gets what. It's all
0: the notes from the Philly.
1: The Philly. The The
0: Philly operation. The Philly
1: operation. Oh, and Detroit's getting cut off. I'm just saying that right now, yeah. man. It's a, this is the beginning of the end for Detroit because, man, you get you got cut Bleak off in this is movie, done and then with that. Man, by and then RoboCop, and then yeah, now. we got problems.
0: You so know. they're on the run, and they and they they're chasing them, and they're in a car, and they're on foot. The kids are on foot, and so they. And they run inside this like dank looking club, and they end up in the back.
1: By the way, it is so not a dank looking club. Oh, no, it we're, n-
0: in the in the alleyway. It looks dank until they... uh, well,
1: everything looks dank in an right, alleyway. Right. So they get
0: inside, and then all of a sudden, you hear this um, like kind of awesome blues. Well, music. it's it's
1: actually um it's actually Albert Collins. He's like a you know he's a blues legend. Yeah, he's an electric great, blues legend. Yeah. Like, he was like the master of the Telecaster or something like and that. And they, they end up and, backstage. Well, yeah, well but let me let, let's just set the scene. First of all, this club is it's it's. A movie's idea of what a rock and blues club would be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's especially hilarious because this is 1987. I want to say it's been at least 25 years since the last time there was a blues club that was 100% African Americans. Like, there are no doughy middle aged white guys trying to get an authentic experience anywhere in this club.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much. <laughs> that just is playing
1: basically my dad's electric blues. This is, like, this is like the electric blues my dad would listen to. My dad being, uh, you know, not. Particularly African, in any way, uh, I mean, or not you know. as far as you know. No, no, no. I'm saying not, not you know, like not noticeably so. He's from Iowa.
0: He's white bread.
1: He's from Iowa. Let's just say that he's from Iowa. You know, so uh, it's just, uh, you know, it's, it's the kind of music that a guy from Iowa would say, yeah, this is the best blues around. You know,
0: <laughs> this is... I thought the blues was pretty good. Oh, it is good. It's okay.
1: good blues, but it's 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 Chicago blues, yeah. which is like the most accessible blues. Sure. It's okay. the electric blues. It's, so, it's like it's the blues that Clapton discovered. So, you know, so
0: they they actually have entered somehow backstage, and they end up on the stage. Yeah, and this is where we
1: get to a part that my notes are literally just "What the fuck?" Yeah, blues number. Fuck off.
0: It's actually I think oh, it's, it's charming. very funny. It's super charming. It,
1: it, it, but it's one of those things where if you're not buying into the movie by this point, and it took me a second. I was like, All right, I'm going to buy into this. But basically, they go sneaking across the stage, and Albert Collins stops them, because nobody leaves without, without singing, singing the, the blues. blues. Which is oh, come Bear, on. First near, of all,
0: near, near. yeah, and
1: they, yeah, they, and and basically, I will. And I will give the movie credit. Elizabeth she's like, I don't know how to sing. I don't sing. I don't sing. And usually, when that happens in a movie, it means then someone's they can gonna sing. actually. Yeah. But she actually does not sing in this movie very well at all. But they, but somehow they manage to ad lib and improvise. The, based on the like classic I'm a man riff. Yeah. You know, like a song about the babysitter blues. Yep. And, it's and exactly it is the cheesiest like, thing. Cheesy,
0: but adorable. I'm sorry. I'm going to give you adorable. <laughs> I'm sorry. I went up 900 octaves when you did that. <laughs> yeah, the dog yeah, dog, the dog like that. does not like that. So yeah. um uh, you right. So um yeah. we uh, so and, uh, we so they they finish singing and they somehow get the, like they're literally singing their way out the door so cuz the guys come in and see them on the stage singing and they're like oh we'll catch them on the way out and they get them out without them you know catching them and the and the best part is at the end of it he stops Bleak and his gang and says nobody leaves here without singing the blues <laughs> and that
1: was whenever Bleak apparently murdered him and that's like, that's why
0: <laughs> yeah I don't know I think they had to sing yeah I think I, they did th- th- that's the
1: scene that they should have left in I agree it that would have been, been, been really much funny to see scene. that, that so
0: um, they're now on the run and they're headed out and they I think this is the part they find they get to the, they go to the the frat party first. No no yeah but right? no
1: but I think uh, I think no what what actually is what what actually comes down now is when they they run out and they go to the, and they they hop on the on the L train.
0: Oh the L train. And first right. of
1: all let, let's talk about a little bit cuz I I will say this I I lived in Chicago down, like it like lived and worked in, like downtown Chicago for almost a decade and rode the L most of that time.
0: I ran into you on the L. Yeah, like like in the in the tunnel.
1: Yeah, that wasn't the first time we met, though. No, so. you're basically <laughs> cool story, bro. <laughs> you did just, run into me once on the train. I was just that yeah, that's it. That, that just a moment yeah I was yeah we ran into each other once. We,
0: we, 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 we sort of knew each other kind of at that point yeah i
1: was like hi how you doing yeah oh yeah i'm going from work yeah you yeah i'm going somewhere and then, then and i said well i gotta go my train
0: that was literally was the entire so exchange
1: that's, uh, welcome to we're pulling back the curtain for some exciting <laughs> early days from our romance um, <laughs> So they get in this car. Uh, oh, and this is around the time just before that that what's her what's her Penelope Ann Miller face uh, when she she mistakes a, a a rat Brenda mistakes a rat for a kitten because she, her glasses have been stolen by another woman mm-hmm. and she's been they've been replaced by this uh, this homeless woman's sunglasses. Yep. And uh, shows you but the rat is of course this giant white rat with pink eyes, which you know. I'm just saying that's a pet store rat. Yeah. And they're like, that's a giant sewer rat.
0: <laughs> Put it down so we can kill it. Yeah. <laughs> that's like horrible. I'm gonna say this
1: right now. How many Chicago employees at, at like the bus station are really gonna try and do anything about a rat other than go? Eh. <laughs> you know, come on. So, but anyway, they hop on this car train on the loop. And, like, going back, like, and I've ridden a lot of, lot of uh, L trains, you know. I will say this. I don't think I've ever, no matter what time of night, and admittedly the loop sh- kind of shuts down at, like, 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. But the train cars, I've never been in an empty car in the loop. That's, like, the center of Chicago. The car is empty, completely empty. And they're going through and all of a sudden this gang comes from one side of the car through the car and they and they come in like it's like it's like the video for beat it or you know literally. or literally and, and like and they're all dressed like the warriors like they're dressed like 70s gangs and like their gang jackets which i don't think in 1987 such a thing still existed and no one has a gun Oh yeah, there and it's like one gang that looks like kind of like Italians and one gang that looks kind of like Puerto Rican. So yeah. I guess it's West Side Story. Yes,
0: yeah, so it's West Side Story. Beat it.
1: Yeah, it's yeah, it's a West Side Story. Beat it. The Warriors
0: and the Beat it. Literally, he's they're wearing like the the, the leather the pla- red, red, the red leather, leather jackets. jackets with the zippers. Like you Yeah, wearing... it's, it's it
1: and 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 they're and they're driving. But this is the, we know they're still in the loop because they go by Adams.
0: They go, there goes Adams. There goes Adams. Jefferson. And when
1: you get to Devereaux, which is not a street I've ever heard (laughs) of. Apparently Blanche from the Golden Girls had a street named after her or something maybe that was like... You know it's like the way they named something like an honorary street, you know, for a while yeah. maybe 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 that was Blanche Devereaux Street because in 1987 the Golden Girls or I think Rue McClanahan because, was in the middle of winning her four uh Emmy nominations yeah, in a, a row for for that.
0: Might also have been that I think there was a there was a producer named Devereaux in the Oh yeah,
1: there was yeah, though no, no there was a lot of Devereaux in yeah. the script. This was this movie was all about making references to Devereaux in it. Um but so the idea is basically that they're they they get caught in a gang turf war in the middle of like Literally the nicest part of Chicago. Like, the most expensive part to live in in Chicago. I think they're
0: heading west, so...
1: It's... Well, except they were on Adams and then they were on Jefferson. That's yeah, true. They were on the nice part. Not Jefferson. um, Jackson. 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 They were there at- goes Jackson. Yeah. No, no, they were in the loop. Here and then all of a sudden... Devereux. But then they dive out onto a, a stop that I... I even looked this up because I'm like, okay, maybe it's an old stop to get closed. No, it's a made-up stop for University Hospital.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, like, that did not... There was a hospital stop, but that was way far west. You know, and, it, and when they, they
0: get out, it looks like they're actually going to rush.
1: Yeah, I think it is supposed to be a rush. And maybe or
0: Cook, County, but Cook County Hospital. There's actually an old Cook County Hospital. And I think that right must have it was supposed to be implied that yeah, they were yeah. supposed
1: to be. But they get out, and then they see this doctor who is, oh man, I am so sorry, Fisher Stevens. I am so sorry for ever getting on your case about the the brown face that you did in Short Circuit, because <laughs> this Indian doctor. It turns out it's even more offensive when you put an Indian accent on a doctor and don't even try to brownface him.
0: Because,
1: oh my God, that guy just looked, he looked like Jim Croce. Who
0: who was who was the actor that played him? Because he's been in a lot of stuff. No, I've I don't, he's not actually no? listed. on oh, I'd
1: have to go into deep, I'd have to do some serious deep M D Being, and I don't want to do that right okay. now or ever. But basically it's like, it, the guy looks like he's possibly Jewish, possibly like just you know, some sort of, like, Mediterranean person. He
0: probably played Zorba the Greek once. Yeah, yeah,
1: like Greek, possibly. But he's like, oh, no, you know, that, that very bad, you know, like, the, this is not a very good accent. It is not based <laughs> on any reality. It is what you do when you do not have ever met an Indian person, and then you cannot use words right. And he's basically like, I don't care about any, no. But you know he 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 fixes him up because they 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 get hit, uh, oh yeah
0: you should probably because fist Magnet got already. hit
1: with a switchblade no in the foot no, no Brad Brad, Brad, Brad hit got him.
0: hit yeah literally he's they they uh uh Chris jumps up and says hey don't. Can you guys just wait till we get off the train to fight?
1: And <laughs> Which is, I think, a polite thing a gang should do. I yeah. think Miss Manners would say, you know what? That's
0: a, that's a nice thing to do, right? So instead, they're like they start calling her bitch and whatever, and the and and uh, and Daryl the idiot goes, "You're gonna let them get away with calling her bitch?" And he steps up to like defend Chris's honor, and they're like, and he gets a switchblade like, thrown. Yeah, him basically, his foot. they throw a switchblade on his foot, so he has one stitch on his toe. I think.
1: Yeah, and but they for a while they think he's dead, and blah blah blah. It's boring. It's really boring. And then, they, and then they escape to a frat party.
0: Yeah. And, uh,
1: and, and when you open the door to the frat party, I, I actually wrote this thinking it was a joke. Mm-hmm. But then finding out, no, it really is. I, really, I was like, what is that? Southside Johnny playing at this frat party? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was Southside, Southside Johnny, Johnny playing at this frat party. And I was very impressed because normally Southside Johnny uh, basically uh, plays like what sounds to me like Watered Over Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. But this was more like Watered Over Motown. Ah. You know, it was like very, you know, like, good for you. You know, and at, at at this 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 is one of those classic Hollywood frat parties that are much wilder, you know, than like, and less and less beery. Yeah, There's somehow like it's all just it's mostly just running around and people looking weird and not a lot of people vomiting and you know, <laughs> not as much you
0: not know, as much date rape?
1: rape. Was I was actually really fighting to not say date rape, but I figure you know if you say it, it's okay.
0: This is what happens when you're married.
1: So, <laughs> yeah, so um, you basically
0: um, start to share a brain. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so
1: Thor Girl sees a guy in a horn helmet, and they give each other thumbs up, which is
0: a kind of an adorable moment. It's, uh, that's, probably the, that's, in,
1: that's probably my favorite moment in the entire movie. They're, they're possibly. Standing li-
0: they're standing in line to, go to the bathroom, and and because that's the whole reason they go into the frat party is because Sarah has to go to the bathroom. And in the meantime, now we've meet now we meet the Fred, the Freddy.
1: the Freddy. The, the Freddy of the group. Oh yeah, his, uh, that's uh, what's his name? Uh, the, George uh, George New Newburn New, 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 New as, as Dan. Yeah. And sure. George Newbern is a guy that apparently Allie knows all about, and I've never heard of. I, I mean, he's he, like, and then I looked him up, and I was like, oh, that guy. And but, but, but Allie can tell you, apparently, if, if you're one of those people who watch a
0: scandal, then uh, he. Plays, I am not. He plays Charlie. And okay. We'll leave it at that.
1: Okay, good. I'm glad because that's that's as much scandal talk as I'd like to make in one episode. Mm-hmm. But and more importantly, Shanda, Shanda, and more importantly, doing a Shanda, he does the voice of.
0: Shanda, Shanda,
1: he does the voice of. Shanda, thank you. <laughs>
0: Shonda doing a little Shonda dancing Shonda
1: Okay they can't they can't see me as I'm frantically gesturing for you to be quiet so I can actually continue the podcast
0: Oh God (laughs) because this is really important Oh I'm sorry you guys this is really important John has something to say This
1: is this guy was in and I really wish this was an 80s movie so that I could force you to watch it this guy was in the Whoopi Goldberg classic mid 90s cop dinosaur drama Theodore Rex as the voice of Theodore Rex a time-traveling dinosaur in tennis shoes who's a cop.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So that's his career highlight for me. And for really for, I Did think, Did you actually watch that
0: movie?
1: I've seen bits and pieces oh, of it. John it's, has watched some It's movie. legendarily bad. And I, I, I've seen some of it. Uh, he's, he's, he's bad in it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised.
1: You know, he's also like a bunch of other voices. He was he was second Superman after Tim Daly in the DC animated universe. Uh, much like uh, Elizabeth Shue is second uh, Jennifer. Second Jennifer. So this is a movie full of also rans. And speaking of also rans, that's when I suddenly realized how many of this movie is the second choice casting. Okay. Because they are so desperately, they desperately, desperately wanted George Newbern to be uh, to be uh, John Cusack. He is yeah, so he really playing is. John Cusack in this movie. He's the John Cusack of the eighties. Not you know like the the nice guy who, whatever. <laughs> I don't understand these hand gestures. She's trying to like gesture things to me, like all in the middle. I mean, we've got. Can uh, you vamp? Can you vamp? Oh, you oh, oh! You got a pee for yeah, all. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, and then we. <laughs> I need you to bounce off of. This is why I don't want you totally silent. Uh, it's gonna be really fun because you're gonna have to try to do the Okay. Also, we have a uh, little fist magnet. Is so I mentioned him earlier, but little fist magnet is basically playing the Anthony Michael Hall creep character. And without, but he's, we don't have him for that. So, you know, this is like this warmed over half-assed version. And Penelope Ann Miller is basically, we can't afford Joan Cusack. And I want to know what Joan Cusack was doing that was so damn important that she couldn't be there to be the weird ditzy girl nerd who's trapped in a uh, a, uh, bus station. Vamp, 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 vamp. I'm gonna read a little bit from Jackson's children's book. If Ellie doesn't hurry up, can everyone hear her peeing? Can you hear the? Can you hear her stream? Because, well, you didn't pause this like we could have. So instead, I'm just gonna start. Uh, you know, talking a little bit about dinosaurs by Sandra Boynton. Oh my, oh my, oh dinosaurs! Dinosaurs happy. And Dinosaurs Sad Dinosaurs
0: Oh hey Allie
1: <laughs> How was your urination?
0: It was good So Joan Cusack I think was probably busy Who the heck knows Maybe they Oh she was busy doing Girls
1: Just Wanna Have Fun
0: She wasn't in Girls Just Wanna Have Fun Wasn't she? No What,
1: what, what movie was she in with the Where she was the girl in the brace In the bus?
0: That was Sixteen Candles Oh whatever you wackadoo They both suck <laughs> Wow Wow your, your legion of fans is gonna turn on you.
1: What we know they suck. Who like oh who likes Sixteen Candles these days? There's
0: a lot of people who like Sixteen. Candles.
1: Name one.
0: Alexis likes Sixteen. Alexis,
1: candles. I'm sorry, but see, we we went over this already. Sixteen Candles is overrated. I do. Go back and listen to our episode again it, if you think it's. Good. It
0: doesn't hold up as a movie because it's. But sucks. okay. But if you'd seen it in the '80s, you would think it was great. All right. Anyway, yeah, moving on. Um, so going back to <coughs> <so> *Adventures <coughs> of Babysitting*. So they're, they're,
1: someone gets called a big dumb bohunk at some point, which I was very excited about because I think I think bohunk really came of age in the mid '80s as an insult in Chicago movies. Um, oh, hey, we got an exciting moment. You know what? We I I, I have
0: I have to say though. Um, oh no no no! They, you're right. They're driving when they when they when they when they. I thought we were we were incorrective
1: yeah, basically, Prenology. what's his, what's his foodle, Mr. Nice Guy gives them a little bit of money because they find out, like, they they, they, they basically are, like... Oh, when
0: they're at the hospital, they, they tra- run into John Pruitt.
1: John Pruitt. Oh, yeah, and he says, I, I got your car to the garage. I got he- your car to the garage. I bought your... I fixed your windshield, but you're going to have to pay for the tire. But it's 50, 50 bucks. And they don't have any money. But, uh, but, again, in a setup that makes it seem like this guy is going to totally end up being a creepy rape machine because that's what usually in the movies when this guy who seems so nice... Like, like, he seems too good to be true. He's yeah. like... Uh, let me see what I got. Yeah, and he managed to scrape together forty-seven dollars for forty-five. Me. Forty-five. Oh, where'd they get the 45. other? Forty-five. Where'd they get the other two?
0: What are you talking about? Oh. They don't have forty-seven dollars when they when they show my up. Am I drunk? Yeah. So oh my we, God. so he drives them. He's <laughs> kind I fall enough to asleep. Is it the year two thousand? He's kind enough to drive them to uh, to uh, Dawson's garage, and they show up at Dawson's garage. Wait, wait. wait can we
1: just say this one thing? Where Dawson's garage is located? Because this is re- everyone. Everyone who's ever seen any movie set in Chicago knows you're going to have to film in Lower Wacker.
0: I mean, that you just can't. You got you
1: got to have the Lower Wacker, or as it's known in Batman uh, in the Dark Knight movie, it's Lower low fifth. fifth. You know, but you got to do the Under Street Lower yeah. Wacker. Um, is this a thing that ever existed? Having an actual filling station and garage in Lower Wacker. Well, I know that there are
0: garages in Lower Wacker, but, but
1: this one had gas pumps. Yeah, there was in a gas it. pump, it was which weird. is terrifying because you really want a flammable liquid on an understreet.
0: So, so you know, there's this moment where you're like, oh, they kind of they danced at this frat party. Maybe they'll kind of have this thing, but she's still sort of with this annoying guy, Mike, and blah blah blah, whatever. And so, um, nothing really is going to happen. And she actually says, you know, thanks so much. You know, maybe I'll run into you and whatever like they leave and they don't exchange phone numbers or anything which i think is bizarre but whatever they, they they he leaves and he's like you know maybe i'll wait until you guys get out and she's like no 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 we'll be fine i see my car it's fixed we're all cool so so he leaves and in they go into the into the garage and they're looking for Dawson and and this was the moment that i literally stopped watching the movie and started watching John's Face
1: well first of all Dawson they do a great little joke like and this isn't what really is the jaw drop moment, but they do a great little joke where Dawson comes out and he's you first time you see him, he's banging on something with a hammer and he's no, got
0: no he comes down the thing. You oh, yeah, to, oh yeah, he's
1: lowered down, but he's holding a big hammer because yeah, he's banging he's, on something he's as he's, he's being working, lowered. Yeah. yeah, like and, and he's, he's got he's got long shoulder length blonde hair and boots, you know, and he he's Thor. He's Thor, he's and straight up Thor. That's exactly and, what and little that, Sarah and that, says. And that's like and she's like and Sarah's like, it's Thor. But the best part of this is The chameleon of all movie stars, I think, you know, like a man who every time it's like after Men in Black, every time you see you see him, he's basically playing the same weird, twitchy, pudgy guy, you know, but somehow the first half of Vincent D'Onofrio's career is the weirdest thing I have ever seen. He's a sex symbol. And In this movie. This this movie's the same year, and and Allie hasn't seen this, so I'm going to cover up her ears. The same... Well, actually, no. It's fine. I'm not going to give any spoilers. It's the same year he did Full Metal Jacket. And he played, you know, kind of a schlubby loser in Full Metal Jacket. And he is a golden... Literally a golden god in this movie. It's like, what is... What is... How is... First of all, he has long hair. I mean, it's, I know it's a wig, but Jesus Christ. It's weird. What is weird. Vincent D'Onofrio doing, playing basically the god of thunder? And this, she's he's so, basically playing Chris Hemsworth.
0: And she's so obsessed with him, and she's just like, she bows <laughs> down for, for him. Like, yeah, like, she,
1: bows she bows down and puts her hammer to the ground. Like, you know, like it's, it's, and. You know, and, and, and he's like, what are you doing, kid? Yeah. Because you know, he's just a guy named Dawson. And he's like, I'm not Thor. Yeah. You know, I'm Dawson. You know, yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's like it's and he's crazy. like, hey, and it'll be 50 bucks. And they're like, we yeah. got 45. Or or as or, as I thought, maybe they had 47. But apparently I'm crazy. Yeah, you're and he's crazy. like, where's my other five bucks? And they're like, we don't have it. Yeah. You know, uh, and he's like, well, then you don't get the car. And they're like, oh, no. And she's like. Why are you so mean, you're Thor? You're supposed but, to
0: be helping people. You know, like,
1: I know. You don't have your helmet. And she offers to give him the helmet. She she hands him her helmet. He's like, you're giving this to me? You she know? says,
0: yeah, I'm you're my hero. hero. And by the way,
1: I know they picked Thor because at this time, Thor was the only superhero who actually lived in Chicago.
0: Ah, makes sense. Thor's,
1: Thor's alter ego lived in Chicago. Well done. Like, right off of uh, the Mag Mile. Mm-hmm. About two blocks from your parents' house. Very cool. Um... <laughs>
0: Great. Now our legion of fan are gonna go knock down my parents' door looking for Thor. Great. No, they're not. Good he doesn't job. live there anymore.
1: <laughs> he's not even. He's not even Thor anymore. Thor's a woman now. Oh. You know. Come on, man.
0: I know. Take attention to your continuity, know, man. This is
1: 1987. On. So anyhow, we're um, not dealing with the Frog of Thunder anymore. Come on.
0: So so. Uh, so he, she's.
1: So he goes. That's okay. I got one at home. And then he gives her the car, and they can go. And so, I, the movie's, I guess, implying that he was secretly Thor after all. Uh, you know. Yeah, I don't think
0: that's what they were
1: implying. <laughs> I think that's what the movie's implying. So they take so off This movie is part of the Marvel Cinematic. They're universe, driving now. Saying. They're driving
0: to go pick up Brenda, and on their way, they see this restaurant. So cool. Well, they, no, they don't see that yet. She sees the restaurant they were supposed to go to Oh, and she was first, all sad and she's all upset. And then, you know, she, she's like, "Ah, she's like, oh, shit!" And they're like, "What's the matter?" And she's like, "Oh, I was supposed to go there with Mike tonight." Um, and he's like, "Well, it looks like he showed up without you." And then you see the car, and then she's like, "Oh, I gotta figure this out." So she goes inside, and and they and and as they were driving, they pass by a, a toy store, and Sarah really wants to stop and look at the toys. This is a plot point that's important. That's why I'm bringing it up. Um, so they cares? get inside. They get inside, point. and um, she sees him sitting with. Sesame Plexer.
1: Sesame Plexer. Best
0: name ever, I'm sorry.
1: And this is where I have to go back and this is why I laid the groundwork, uh, you know, before the break. With Pikachu? Shoe. <laughs> with Pikachu. Shoe. With it, you know, like he is turning down Peak Elizabeth Shoe to get with
0: some skank, he... skank.
1: Oh yeah, it is gross she it's is like, gross. It's like and it's nothing against the actor Kristen Kieferly, I believe is how yeah. it's probably pronounced. Uh you know, who must not have done much because she's got a, uh, got a red highlighted name on uh, Wikipedia. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, but um, she is, let's just say she's not Elizabeth Shue. Like, she's not even Penelope Ann Miller in this movie. She's just got, but she's got that wonderful 80s trashy girl makeup, you know, where it's just like pancaked and nasty. And like, I guess, but I mean, the reason he's not with her is because he, as you find out, you know, she doesn't put out.
0: Elizabeth Shue doesn't put out. Sesame Plexer put out. does put out
1: you know, and, and
0: so, um, so, so she's like, uh, so the
1: kids come in, the
0: kids come in and they're like, oh, I'm well, the guy, the, kids, the guy kids. Cause, and, and the, and uh, Sarah takes off, but you, we don't know where yet. And um, they're like, yeah. and
1: it's the toy store,
0: right? And so, um, you know, Brad's like, I, I should punch you in the face. You should, I'd be half as luck, you know, lucky to get a girl is half as great as Kristen. You've got her, and you treat her like crap. And he's like, yeah, her, her, her. What did she? He said, her legs are locked together at the knee, which is like terrible. Whatever. <laughs> That's pretty and gross. so, so That's he really basically gross. goes. To, he's like, I could punch you in the face, and he's like, go ahead and try it. And he he doesn't. But then, of course, Scooby, um, who, yeah, pulls a punch and uh, and knocks him down. Into another table. And he didn't really
1: punch him, he just pushes him.
0: Yeah, yeah, he knocks him in the ass. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, and knocks him into a table, and then they leave. And they and leave. Somehow they don't get like arrested, arrested or kicked out. They just leave. They
0: just leave, and then they can't find Sarah. And you of know. course, they run to where they thought she was, which was the toy store, or, you know, they get in yeah. the car. And right. what happened
1: is she saw the office building where their parents. No, were. no, 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 no. Sarah did. No,
0: no, 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 no. You're wrong. What happened was Joe Gibbs. The gang. The oh, they, Bleak, she saw them and she Bleak ran from them. Said, "Come here, kid. We need to talk to you for a minute." Because remember, she's wearing the backpack that yeah, has the, yeah, that the has Playboy. the that has the porno in it. And she knows that she needs the porno. Playboy is not a porno. Have you ever actually read a Playboy? The articles are really in the eighties.
1: It was porn.
0: So they they take, in the eighties
1: you couldn't you you had to fight to see a boob in the eighties. In the eighties it was porn. So they yes, in the post internet so world, goes it's tame. Running they, don't and, use, they don't even use don't even have news. So new she anymore. takes
0: off running and she sees her parents' building, which is the.
1: The Vagina building. The
0: vagina building, and she goes running. The, the crane
1: communication to the Center, crane I communication believe, vagina call. building,
0: and she's on her way there. They they realize that she's not there, and then they look up and see the building and realize, oh, she's probably run right. there.
1: And, and and to be to be clear, for anyone who doesn't call it that, it's it's that building you see it in the Chicago skyline that has like that diamond shaped angled top. You basically any Chicago style, skyline picture has it on there, and it. You know, and there's a urban legend that it was designed to like split at the top to look like a vagina to counter all the phallic sim- imagery of skyscrapers, which is bullshit because it's still pretty phallic. <laughs> you know, but um, it's got that slanted top, and 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 basically, this is also Chekhov's neurotic fear, and we'll come yeah, that
0: we'll letter. come to that. So, uh, she, so she goes running. She, she running, goes that running the, and and the guys are following her. Bleak and what's his toes? And gibbs. Ron
1: Canada as Graydon. Yes, Ron Canada. <laughs>
0: Ron Canada and Bleak are following her and they get, um, and she gets inside and of course it's that classic, she'd been eating an eclair from the, she'd stolen from the restaurant and so her fingers were. Is uh, that a classic? Yeah, the classic push the button, like two buttons. Yeah, she pushes
1: two buttons. And uh, so they're
0: chocolate on her, on her fingers. I'm just saying is the
1: chocolate on the fingers a classic thing? Yeah, it's
0: a classic thing. Two, two, two elevator buttons to know. With chocolate on the fingers?
1: Yeah, it's a classic.
0: There's like, there's like none other movies. That I, was to say, I was
1: like, name a movie other than *Adventure future babysitting that this has ever been done in. Because I don't remember that. Is that something they used in North by Northwest when they were trying to escape? Oh no, Cary Grant's been eating an eclair. He's going to be caught. <laughs> we Now we're going to know which which button, which which face on Mount Rushmore he pressed. So
0: of course, you know, they, they don't know which floor to go to. They go to, <coughs> and this is where this party is happening for her parents. So that's and just- this is
1: where the movie kind of turns into Die Hard.
0: Yes, it really does.
1: I was very like I was thrown taken aback by how much similarity it suddenly had. That's to why Die Hard. I said
0: that in the in the middle of our Die Hard episode, which you should we should if you have not listened to it, you should listen to it. It's the one. Apparently, it I should listen
1: one. to it because uh, well, I know. mentioned that. Oh wow, yeah, because like basically they end up in a like she ends up in this floor like the floor like above the party and it's under construction, just like the floor above at Nakatomi. Exactly, and it like you know, and it this came out in '87. It's basically the same year. Yep. You know, it's it's you know like apparently that was in the Zeitgeist these under construction floors above major parties, yep. you know, um, with people with guns. So And so she's on the run. The cops got her gun. And right about now, no, no, that's not that. No. No, that's Paul no. Revere. Okay. That's um, Cuba. Which Cuba. was 86. You've
0: a No, Cuba. I'm not. So, uh, so uh, they, she's trying to hide from one of the mob guys. The and, other mob guy goes and, to the party.
1: And they figure out, they figure out, like they being uh, Elizabeth Shue. The they're like, the oh, dad's building. You know. she's
0: probably there and they get there and they see they, they when she's trying to get through the the when little Sarah is trying to get through the revolving door um, Ron Canada grabs the cape and pulls it and she gets away from him very quickly but they that's, find the cape they find the cape so they realize that she's in trouble so they go and they're not sure which floor to go to because they get the sa- of course they get the same elevator that has the two you know chocolate fingerprints so they go to the first one first and that's the parents party and they realize oh my gosh we're at our parents party and they're
1: like there's some yeah, Benny, there's Hill, little Benny Hill uh, Benny Hill on. farce stuff as they run around and, and basically. And uh, at this
0: point, Sarah's on that floor and she had doesn't have anywhere to go, so she climbs out the window.
1: Which is, uh, I will say this right now: when that started happening, I've not seen this movie. Oh my god! When I moved to Chicago, I started having this series of recurring anxiety <laughs> imaginings of how awful it would be if I was hanging off that, the, like just, sliding down I, like okay, trying to get okay, on that, like off that. I, bil- I,
0: I, my, I'm actually sweating. My hands, my palms are sweating talking about this. We have to get through this part of this movie very and it's fast. Real white. And by the I way, for, the, for the
1: record, I want to talk a bit for a moment about the discrepancy in the cover of the very famous cover of this movie, you know, like where they're hanging off the building on the rope. Well, one, only the girls on the rope, you know, and Ron Canada when he chases her on a different rope. Mm-hmm. But two, they're hanging up on a building and if you look, you see the building they're actually hanging off of in the background. So apparently, this is another scene yeah. <laughs> like in their adventures where they climbed up Literally, uh, like a building that had to have been at least 156 stories high.
0: <laughs> so they, um, you know, yeah, but it's, uh.
1: so it's it's very creepy. I was very heartened to learn that, like the fake movie, the fake set they used for the for the side of the building had mm-hmm. plenty of footholds. Yeah. So my my fear of sliding off it, like directly, is now just a fear of bumping into each one and having a chance to grab onto one and hold on until I'm exhausted so a completely new panic attack about that building has yeah, happened
0: we, for me we can just we can just pass. so anyway so Elizabeth she was at the party she hides in a big fur coat to try to yeah, you know, well not she, be and she, see, looks, out at the, she one, looks at at one it, point she, she, ties
1: around, a, she ties a cord or one of them ties a cord around, around bleak's, bleak's feet, feet so he trips.
0: trips but she looks out the window and she sees Sarah and she realizes she's she, they have to go up to the next floor so they all go up there they tell her they throw the rope down they grab her at this point Ron Canada has climbed Graydon. out the tra- whatever has climbed out to try to get her, um, and and can't get to her. Whatever he's out there. This is like I can't even. I'm like terrified just talking about well, it.
1: it. It turns into a big, basically she. They, they, there's a thing where she climbs up past him, you with know, the
0: rope. They they throw the and rope. Somehow down to her.
1: he loses his rope. So he's, he never had a rope. He never had a. Oh, he was just climbing. He was just down. climbing down. So he's just he's stuck on a ledge, and then and they go in. Uh, they they jump and they they do that thing where she hugs her brother at the windowsill oh, which so frustrating. I hate when movies I know it's to increase the tension but it's so Come on! You're going to dive forward to the flat ground.
0: Yeah, so that's the
1: first thing you're going to do is you're going to be hitting the ground and rolling as far away from the, from window, the window
0: as possible. As possible. Like, no, it, it's the most there.
1: unbelievable BS. It, it it happens in every movie when someone almost falls off a ledge. They sit right by the ledge, you know.
0: It's like hell no. No, 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 no! no. You're going to get
1: so far. There's so away.
0: much PTSD going on right now. I can't even. So
1: you mean <laughs> wait? You, from the time that you were falling off of a building? Yes,
0: I, I'm. Do you see the sweat on that's my hands? That's not
1: PTSD though. Oh that's imaginary PTSD. I
0: I have I. TSP. Unless you have
1: blacked out that time that you uh, thwarted those criminals at Nakatomi Plaza. So
0: anyway, um, th- th- but he's out there, and they're like, "What should we do about him?" Because they say they run. It. Joe Gibb finds Joe
1: them. Gibb finds him, explains like, like they just need
0: the Playboy.
1: You know, the whole and, thing's fine. And they're and he's all, all it's like, "Give me the Playboy. I'm gonna let you go. It'll be yeah. fine. Whatever." But then Bleak shows up. Yep and Joe Gibb just decks him it's a very it's a very,
0: it's a very satisfying boom. moment
1: you know and then and so basically they get away they get their car but, but they
0: say what about him and he's like i'll leave him out there he'll you know yeah. joe gibbs like just leave him out there let him sweat it out
1: um, wait wait, wait. Yeah, yeah, Don't even want to talk about it. Um, anyway, so we're going. No, we're is... going to move on. So anyway, we drive. They, they're they're on the way home. They find out the parents are also trying to go. Yeah. And they they are on the highway and they 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 basically pass the parents more or less. They're like, going eighty. They're going eight. It's oh, like no, they no, had to like, pick up Brenda. They had to pick up Brenda. Oh no, yeah, they had to swing by. They pick up Brenda. They, like, you know, like Brenda and you're going home. She's like, I don't want to go home. It's like, shut up, Brenda. Yeah. You get know. out of the car. Yeah, get in the car. You know, and they. Hey, basically, they f- they 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 see them on the highway. Their parents, their parents even complain about the reckless driver. I think right, but that you know, it's like how fast your parents normally drive—about forty, which is like
0: who, who drives 40, forty on the highway? On, the,
1: on what is that? The, it, that's on the what the the. Which,
0: that's that's got to be at least on the eighty-eight, or on, yeah. I mean, or on uh, it's on two ninety to, to eighty-eight. Yeah, yeah well, welcome to yeah. The,
1: welcome to Chicago Road Talk. Yeah. No, you, if you're going forty on that road, you're the devil.
0: Yeah, you are, are the actual you.
1: literal devil. Yeah, you know that you road are,
0: actually has a, a bottleneck that's so bad that y- you would be killed going forty.
1: I, I would, I would, I would kill you. I'm a nonviolent man, but I mean, I would literally. I would literally lean out of my car as I was passing you <laughs> and, like, like be shooting at you with, like, anything I could find, like a pea shooter. I would run you off the road. I don't have a – I have a Jeep. I, I could probably run there run off the road. So they, so go, they go They go 80. They get home. They do a whole – like, running yeah. around, cleaning up, cleaning up. You get in bed. I don't care. Shut up. Go to bed. Yeah. And at the last minute, you find out she's forgotten her skate.
0: Little girl lost her skate. You find that out earlier. She 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 she's looking for her skate and she's like, we got to go back. And she's like, we don't know where we left it. We don't know where you left it. It's gotta be gone. So anyway, the parents show up. Everything's cool. They don't know anything. Everybody's good. She checks in on the kids. She leaves. She says everybody doesn't. You know we're all good. Don't don't say anything. We're all great. And she leaves. And as she leaves the house, up rolls this very nice jeep, and in Mm. the jeep is Newberg. Yeah, Charlie.
1: Charlie. The Chocolate Cho- Factory Man. Uh, what is it? Dan. 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 Dan, Dan, Dan Lynch, the handsome the college man. College student. Handsome Dan Lynch. The
0: the the the, the, I poor, guess man, the poor man's yeah. Cusack. Yeah. He shows up and he's like, oh, he you know, Cusish. Yeah, Cusish. And he uh, he says, oh, um, she's like, how did you know where to find? Me? He's like, I need a babysitter. She's laughing and she's like, how did you know where to find me? He's like, well, the little girl forgot her skate in my jeep, and of course I had if lost, you know, bring it to Sarah. Blah 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 you know because that's not dangerous um and so she, she hands her the skate he hands her the skate and you, and you they kiss and ah the movie's over and it's amazing oh wait but brad Coop brad sees them i keep calling him brad coogan brad sees them through the window and he like um, you know he looks sad for a second and then goes Oh, you crazy kids pretty much because
1: I'm a nerd and I'm never gonna get laid so that's okay yeah that's
0: pretty much the movie's over at that point <laughs> point. and then we watched
1: the credits yeah. and we were like oh wow look at all the Devereaux's involved no yeah, wonder there was a Devereaux, Devereaux street and then and I gotta say this is this is something that wasn't common when we were no. young you expect this nowadays nowadays you sit in a theater because they might do this but there was a quick after scene credit scene yep and this is the chilling nightmare that will haunt your dreams forever <laughs> Graydon is still out there.
0: And he's going, help.
1: In the most plaintive voice. Now, admittedly, Graydon is a mobster. He's a heavy. But he never actually hurts anyone in the movie. No. So, hold he's, oh
0: em- he's embarrassed because he read The Playboy. Yeah. There was an article he wanted to read.
1: Yeah. Uh huh. She just winked at me, by the way. I don't know if wink. you guys could see You should that. make a wink sound effect next time. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's the sound of an eyeball. <laughs> Ew. Yeah, it's you got to magnify it a lot, but that's the sound. It's your eyelid sticking together as it peels really apart. Disgust-
0: You're disgusting.
1: That's really what happens when you wink. They, it sticks together mm-hmm. and it unzips like a zipper.
0: So, okay. <laughs> um, we have now since completed the uh, adventures in babysitting. So Our um, worst
1: podcast yet. I don't think so. <laughs> oh, by the way, I, I, a little piece of trivia I forgot to mention mm-hmm. before we finish. Uh, this movie was released in the United Kingdom as A Night on the Town. Oh, that's awesome. Which sounds like, it makes it sound like a Marx Brothers movie, perhaps? Or, oh, A Night on the Town. They, I mean, I, I guess maybe they just don't use the word babysitter
0: over there. I guess not. Au pair. <laughs> a Night with the O'Pair. Pair. Which just sounds like a dirty movie. Elizabeth Shue takes the
1: children.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: I guess that wasn't really an English accent I was doing so much as just a weird Ponzi sort of was, voice but was, uh, you know it was cute so I gotta I got tell you Ali having seen this movie me. I gotta tell you I gotta ask you to tell you uh-huh. I gotta tell you that I'm gonna ask you
0: yes tell me that you're gonna ask me
1: was this movie Worth revisiting?
0: Hell yeah! I love this movie. I I I don't know. I just think it's fun. It's dorky. It's stupid. It's funny. It's a love. I, I feel like it's a little bit of a love uh, a love note to Chicago, which I love seeing some of the Chicago <coughs> stuff from the eighties.
1: Toronto. <laughs> well, there's a
0: little bit of Toronto, but there's also Chicago. It's the in principal there.
1: photography was in Toronto. They just did some external shots. In yeah, there. Like, but, I, and, but basically easy. any anything that doesn't look like a clearly marked Chicago landmark. Toronto.
0: Toronto but that's fine so um, yeah and I, I, I have to tell you the girl who played Sarah she's so good like uh, she's worth watching
1: that's Maya Bruton so when she comes back in whatever movie else she may have done what else did she do probably she's not so much Look at her. Oh, she's so cute oh she's younger than us
0: Oh yeah, she's much younger but than. But she us. went
1: to Yale. She's now an attorney. She's openly her. lesbian. Good for Married her. Married her partner Lara Spots, in 2008. They have twin boys Rizzo and Calder. Aww. So way to go, Maya Luisa Brut- Bruton. Maya,
0: oh she's so cute. Anyway, so yes, I think this was great. It was it's a fun little romp, and it was definitely worth revisiting. Was it worth watching, John?
1: You know what? I'll go ahead and say. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't. I I didn't have the deep affection you had for it. There's plenty of cheesy moments, but it's fun. It's 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 got a it's it's got a nice time capsule of 19, what 1987 thought an adventure comedy should be, and yeah. it, and the fact was an adventure comedy you don't i don't know that you know like they the, those kind of fell out of favor the
0: hangover was about the most recent one that yeah, i can like think of. those
1: kind of fell out of favor for a long time yeah. so it's like like it's 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 fun to remember how many movies from our youth were kind of adventure comedies. yeah you know and it's it's an it's it's an enjoyable movie it's 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 got some radi- it's ridiculous but, it's yeah, ridiculous. but it, I, I mean it, it's obviously somewhat intentionally ridiculous. Yeah. you don't yeah, yeah. you know you don't pretend you don't have a guy who looks like thor that it's implied, could be Thor for all we know. Right. You know, without it being kind of, you know, meant to be, you know, mostly comedic. Right. You know, so, uh, yeah, I would say, I would say, yeah, if you haven't seen Adventures in Babysitting, go ahead and see it. It's super duper 80s.
0: If you have kids that are, you know, of the, you know, age, I mean, I watched this movie when I was, you know, what, how old would I have been, like, eight? Uh,
1: No. no, You, would have, been, you would have been older. You would have been like... uh Ten? You would have been you would have been eleven when it was released. Yeah, I eleven. Mean, it was not it, or eleven. Okay, 11.
0: eleven. Fine. So I mean, kids around that age they probably would enjoy it. You know, maybe maybe a little younger, a little older, they probably would totally get it. So mm-hmm. if you got kids that age, they'd be into it. So yeah. Yeah,
1: there we go. So yeah, yeah. I guess uh, you know this is. I guess we'll 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 basically say like if you if you want to come making
0: the wrap it up.
1: Actually, she, I want to point out she didn't actually make a gesture. She just punched me in my left testicle. I did. <laughs> I managed to grunt it in and hold hold my breath for a second. <laughs> Good job, honey. But that was not. Yeah, that wasn't a, that wasn't a polite like gesture. <laughs> um, so. Anyway, if you're looking for us, uh, you know, our website is at matchmadeinspace.com. Matchmadeinspace. Ma- oh, no, yeah, matchmadeinspace.com, or you can uh, find us on the old iTunes. I'm sure there's other podcast aggregators that have picked us up at some point. I, I, I could Google and find out, but I'm not going to. If you really want to tell us something long form, some messages, you can write us at matchmadeinspace at gmail.com, uh, you know, or, and you can follow us on Twitter at MMIS podcast. Uh, and, uh, and if you, you
0: can, want to follow John, you can follow him at at Hitler Puncher.
1: And you can follow Al- Ali at at Ava Braun Puncher. No, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a, at <laughs> Ali underscore Goodman. Oh
0: uh, that's really good. You,
1: you're I'm welcome. impressed with you. Thank Sometimes you. you're very. Funny. I have my moments. And um, <laughs> yeah, I guess that's it. That's
0: pretty much it, guys. So thanks, thanks for joining us. This is a uh, match made in space. Signing off.
1: Adios. <laughs>